Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Real Debaters. I'm Michael Petro, uh, your host and one of the debaters on the crew. Uh, let's get to the housekeeping, shall we? Uh, first of all, we'd love to thank our sponsor, The Toad and the Whole Pub and Eatery in Winnipeg, Manitoba, in the heart of Osborne Village. Hashtag Osborne Village. Uh, the toad in the hole. Uh, what can I say? Let's 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 talk to you like you've never been. Um, if you're rolling through town and you want to check out a great place for a great bite, um, lovely afternoon of delightful beers, some great pub atmosphere, pool table perhaps. Uh, I don't know what your tastes are, but if you're looking for any of the uh, previously mentioned things, the toad in the hole has that plus more. Um, so first of all, the pub itself, great food, great international beer selection. Great pub style snacks, you know the kind that you know, the, the the real good beer drinking snacks, um, and then uh, next door to it you've got the whiskey bar, which is exactly what I just said—a whiskey bar uh, full of whiskeys from and bourbons and scotches from all over the world. Um, so if you're looking to uh, try it for the first time and you'd like some education behind it, the guys behind the bar are very good at what they do, and if you want to enhance your toolbox, so to speak. Head down there, and I bet you they'll have something you've never tried. On top of, actually below, downstairs of all of this, is the Cavern, which is their live uh, music venue. Let's see, who do we have the Cavern this week? We have got June 18th, Soul Night with Dr. Hotbottom. June 20th, Jam Night with Squid Squad. June 21st is the Loose Load City release party. And June 22nd is Honest Heart Collective with Amadians and Liabilities, which is a preview of two bands from the Hoot Owl Festival this summer in uh, Manitoba. So thank you to the Toad, thank you to the Whiskey Bar, thank you to the Cavern, we love you guys, that's why we always come there, you, uh, you're in our living room, practically. So uh, thanks very much for sponsoring the podcast. To the second and new sponsor, PropperDesignWorks.com, which is a embroidery and clothing manufacturer in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, and the custom clothing manufacturer, what Chris and his team do down there, uh, you can challenge his mind, the guy will find a way to figure out how to make it. Um, so if you're looking to, if you, if you need promotional items for work, if you are looking to kind of enhance your closet, cause you, you want some more creative t-shirts, Chris and, uh, us here at the real debaters have teamed up to do a amazing t-shirt promo for you. So if you mention the real debaters, when you place your order online at properdesignworks.com, you will get a $15 digitally printed custom t-shirt. Not something off the rack, something that you can conceive and Chris will figure out how to make for you and put it on a t-shirt. And then it's it's more you, right? It's not like somebody else and you know 20 people have the same t-shirt. It's designed for you. It's custom. I'll shut up now. So anyways, if you uh, want to check them out, properdesignworks.com. They are on Instagram as well as uh, info at properdesignworks.com uh, for your email address if you want to email them an idea. Uh, and you would have to use, obviously, the uh, hashtag, the real debaters, for your promo. Uh, so thank you to Chris and Proper Design Works. We appreciate it for taking a chance with us. Uh, I love your shirts. You know I've been bugging you for years, and you've never failed me yet. So uh, on to the podcast itself, the real debaters. This week, we uh, we had fun. We had so much fun. Uh, this The topic, uh, essentially, is if you are hiring for a summer camp and you need to hire your camp director... What Sylvester Stallone character do you pick to run your camp and why? <laughs> uh, I decided, well, you know what? I won't ruin it so much. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but I will tell you that this one just went off the rails as soon as it possibly could. Uh, we, <laughs> we had a lot of fun. There's real. It was very nonsensical in a sensical way, I guess you could describe it. Uh, in the living room this week, we have local comedian Martin Navarro. We have uh, Mark Cowell, our pop culture 
self-adorned pop culture aficionado or anointed pop culture aficionado. I gave him that title. Um, and lo another local comedian, Christopher Stanton, myself, Michael Pedro is your host. Um, there are some shows for Chris and Martin coming up at some different spots in Winnipeg that comedy happens at, which uh, they'll get into in the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Listen, these guys are hilarious. That's why they're here. They're very talented individuals, so if you want to go out for a good night of uh, you know, yuck yucks and belly laughs, I suggest to listen to that portion, portion and write it down. Um, with all of that said, as always, uh, please let's cue the reel. I'll shut up and please enjoy the show. Puts Whitney Whitney's, Whitney's <laughs> except maybe Jesus. <laughs> oh, who's dead? Too soon. I mean, too, soon. Gone. too soon. Beautiful voice. I just watched The Bodyguard recently. I love her in that one. <laughs> you just you just sat down to watch The Bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. it was on TV, and I'm like, you know what? I love this movie. It's on. I'm okay, gonna watch okay. it. <laughs> it was a great soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, what about uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard? That's a funny one too. Ryan Reynolds and Samuel. Yeah, that's a funny one. It's getting a sequel. I tried. Yeah, I heard. I saw Samuel L. Jackson on Colbert the other night, and they were talking about that as a sequel. I still haven't seen the first one. Is it? It's good. That was a super. It's so fun. I didn't expect much, and it was awesome. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, very entertaining. I'll have to try that out. His car is the best part. Like he has like that that pimped out car at the beginning, that all of a sudden just downgrades. It's like a minivan. I'm a bit of a Ryan Reynolds. Fanatic though, so. I love Ryan Reynolds. My love for yeah, it. My love for Ryan Reynolds goes deep. It it does. It's it obviously. I think it starts for at Van Wilder for everybody. With yeah, that, oh, for me, uh, two guys a girl in a pizza place. Oh, you take Ooh. it that far. I back. watched the show live and I had no idea who. It Ryan was a Reynolds really good was. show. It was a really good show. They just get got canceled before its time. Yeah, and I'm like, this guy's fucking funny. Yeah. Like he he needs a two movies. Yeah, and, he, and then he did. Yeah, yeah. And, and worked out all right for him. Deadpool, yeah. Deadpool. loved him. Loved him. Every time I look at Van Wilder, all I hear in my head is "Take it to the God Wash." Wax it. Oh man. Wax it. Teach me Wilder. Teach me toys. <laughs> oh, that was uh, remember the dog when it was like they gave him the donuts with the dog when it ejaculated the donuts. That oh my scene. Goodness, yeah. <laughs> uh, was it into a cup? Uh, no. Well, not like you. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't here last week, Chris. Yeah. We uh, somehow got off on some sort of tangent that what I do during the afternoon is masturbate into cups. Oh, right. Because we filmed that. We filmed the last episode in the afternoon. And what was the name we gave it? Uh, marshmallow. It was marshmallow creamer. Yeah, marshmallow right. creamer. That's what Steve. Creamer. Steve wanted coffee. I didn't have creamer. I told him I had marshmallow creamer, and Mark was like, just, "That's just jizz." Yeah, it's That's, just Mike's excuse to ejaculate into a cup. Yeah. And, and, and then serve it to people who come over to do a podcast. That's, that's my Saturday <laughs> afternoon plan. Speaking of podcasts, uh, thank you, everybody who has joined us uh, this week. We'll start with uh, Martin Navarro, one of Winnipeg's local comedians. Say hello, Martin. Hello. Can I plug my show, Mike? Yes, totally. Please wow, feel right free. to it. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah <laughs> not how are you doing? Just everybody <laughs> yeah. pay attention to me. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, actually, I have a show at Rumors uh, on Tuesday. I'm opening for Andy Noble, really funny comedian. Uh, shows at 7.45. It's also two for one Tuesday, so bring a friend. Two tickets for the price of one. <laughs> Perfect. We, uh, me and Aaron are going to come see yeah, you do cool. that on, on Tuesday. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I haven't seen you for a couple weeks, so 
Well, it's been like a few months. Is when that, was the last time you saw me? Like March? I April? have no gauge for time and size. It's, um, yeah. um, the, the, I'm pretty sure it was Fe- actually February probably. The Sasha show was the last time you guys saw me. It was it was great because you were awesome and chicken fingers are super cheap at We Johnny's. Oh, yeah. What's up, We Johnny's? That's one of the best places in Winnipeg to do comedy. That, uh, $5 double, to, 75 Go see comedy. I'm not fingers. doing the comedy. Um, perfect. So anything else you want to say about it? or you're... Nope, that's it. Perfect. And to uh, his, uh, I can't tell, right or left right now, but uh, to... To left. his opposite of the room is... To uh, his clockwise. <laughs> You're right, my left. <laughs> is our pop culture aficionado, Mark Cowell. Pop culture aficionado. You've been dubbed that. Or as my friend Jeff says, aficionado. Because <laughs> he can't pronounce aficionado. <laughs> is it jalapeno to him too? Yes. Okay. No. Um. Hi, how you doing? Good. I don't have anything to plug. No? No. Not even a lamp or not even your phone for charging. Or... <laughs> I can plug that. Yeah. Okay. My zipper's undone. And then... <laughs> I was getting a little too comfortable <laughs> here. What do I? Is it breathing? Oh, a little, marshmallow, little marshmallow creamer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you want to take that out and plug it in somewhere? There you go. You getting that? Yeah. I am not uh, not a comedian, although I find myself funny. <laughs> That's the first step. <laughs> That's the first step. That is the first step. Yeah, but this is me. So this is my voice if anybody had... Uh, problems distinguishing between the four of us this I, is my signature here yeah i i don't think we sound alike but i guess the people who who are listening it's it's nice to confirm who is who um to somewhere else in the room we go to christopher stanton hello chris hello how are you doing this week? i am doing good yeah yes do you are, i think you have, I, a show I have up more too. yeah i, have stuff to, I just didn't <laughs> let's just go be, right to the plugs fuck yeah, it i didn't like, want to <laughs> be jumping all over it like martin was i just like to go to business yeah, yeah, let's, let's get to the business segue, let's smooth and you know um, yes, uh, I have, uh, I'm putting on a show at Le Garage Cafe on June 21st, Friday, next Friday, six days from now. No, not six days, because this is airing, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was yesterday, you missed it. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> uh, fucking editing problem, right? <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, it's a comedy show, comedy at Le Garage, it is called. Um, we got another great lineup of comics. Uh, f- this feature act is Rumors host, uh, Julian Rowan, um, so come on down. It's only five dollar tickets. So come check it out. Awesome. I'll Sweet. be there. And you're also. What, you got another thing coming up too, right? At, I got a bunch. You got, of you stuff. Got, Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, <laughs> <All right. laughs> just plug away. Yeah, this is our first time doing these. Well, like this. So. <laughs> I'm in the competition coming up uh, at Rumors as well. That's on July second, first round. Five dollar tickets for that. Got a lot of tickets to sell for that. But uh, come on down for that too. Um, and then. What's that competition called? That's Funniest Person with a Day Job. Nice. Or Winnipeg's Funniest. I think it's got a couple different That's things. a long-running competition, right? Yeah, it's, it's been, been around, around for a while. Yeah, and a lot, of the, a lot of the comics that have won it are still in the scene. They're still doing stuff. Um, so it's great. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm Michael Petro. I'm, I'm your host, and I have this podcast to plug so please listen <laughs> that's that's that, the that's the show. identity the yeah show. well yeah okay yeah so for anybody who well. doesn't know i'm sure they figured it on on the social media aspect but um we do ha- i do another podcast with uh, mark cowell called should have known better where we uh look back on our 16 year old selves and we ask one of life's major questions and we apply the knowledge we have today to when we were 16 and see if we have oh wait for it should have known better <laughs> uh, it's fantastic I'll see I could have plugged that you could have yeah. I waited for you yeah that, thank you I appreciate that it's great we do a deep dive into our lives learn a lot about each other no script no nothing just a Jason makes a list of questions that Mark hates Mark's like fuck the list I can do this off <laughs> oh, my cuff fuck, fuck lists fuck lists uh, no organization this guy's like Jackson Pollock just throw paint at the wall and sell it for three million that's his that's you his call process. it art <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so uh, let let's go in order that I said we were going to go in this week. Mark, how are you? And I'm what good. did you watch? 
I knew you were going to ask me that. Yeah. Do you want me to, I, I can kick over to And yet, and yet, oh, does this mean I can steal the show that both Martin and I watched before Martin says? Oh, <laughs> oh harsh. <laughs> Leave do, it, hanging. Just do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got to look at my phone and see what I watched. No, that's fine. It's fine. You guys, you guys <laughs> no, can share. No, you know what? I didn't. Uh, I, no, go ahead. Steal it. I got it something was, else. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, steal it. Now I just feel guilty. Now nobody's going to say it. <laughs> Um, actually what I did do is I went, this new show, uh, what is it called? It's chef something. The, the chef show. The chef show. Yeah. Based on the characters from the movie chef. And, uh, it, it was really interesting. I went back and watched chef though. If anybody hasn't seen it, really good flick. Who's Love in it? it? It's uh, John Favreau. Yeah. Sophia John Favreau. Favreau. Is it Favreau? Favreau. Yeah. Favreau. Favreau. Right. Of course it's Favreau. John Leguizamo? I, yeah, Leguizamo was the, you know, the Cubano. Who the sous chef? Is, the, is yeah. sous chef? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it just basically they, what, they get a food truck and they make great Cuban sandwiches and drive across the country and learn a lot about life and people. And It is a really feel-good movie. I, it is. And, and it's kind of similar to the movie. I'm not going to say it, but it's kind of <laughs> similar to the movie you, you are debating today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a guy and his son yeah. in a vehicle driving across the country <laughs> learning a lot about each other. Yeah. They don't know about each other very well, so they learn. <laughs> Did Chef rip off <laughs> over, over the top? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I watched a couple episodes of it so far. It's it's cool because it I, it's based on the fact that that the chef on the show is the guy who trained him for yes. the movie, right? And then he says, "Well, we stopped Roy cooking Choi. food, Roy Choi, Roy Choi, yeah, yeah. And we stopped cooking food, and then it's like, well, what do we do now? And then obviously, Farvo's got his production, Farvo, Farvo, whatever, Favreau, Favre, Farva, uh, <laughs> has his own production company, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, and he's kind of a big deal now. It is, and it's that one episode with Gwyneth where she can't remember that she was in. She a was movie. in Spider Man. Yeah, you yeah. Were in no, that was in Spider Man. No, I was in Avengers. No, you were in Spider Man. The very end, really? one scene. Yeah, yeah. That was that was Spider Man. She says yes. yes that it was, was. That was Spider Man. Clearly, it meant a lot. Thanks. 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 Who is it? Gwyneth Paltrow. She didn't know she was in Spider Man. Homecoming. <laughs> yeah. No. She had no idea she was in it. What did she think it was Avengers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they and they made the dish they cooked on that episode was pepper a pepper pot. Yeah. The, it looked she, really good. It, it did All vegetarian good. too. Yeah. Farvo was dying out there for a minute. It was at Favreau. Least fa- Favreau. Fuck off. Call Whatever. John. Favreau. Call John. Yeah, just call him John. John. Okay, we're on a first name basis. John was like, no, and she's like, yeah, and it was this awkward moment until it clicked. Exactly, uh, Michael Perto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Petro. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm up here. Uh, yeah, the, I watched that. Good stuff. Um, uh, and then I watched some trailers. Right? Yeah. Are we going to talk about that we'll after? We'll get there, yeah. Uh, Keep it in your pants. I don't think I watched... I didn't do any movie watching. We really were going to go see Dark Phoenix, and then we read so much crap about it that we just changed our plans and go to the movie that night. So It did get some shit reviews. Yeah. I, was, I think I kind of said, I'm not going to the theater to see this one. I'm just going to wait till it comes out. Like, the so. last one wasn't great. Like, they had to do something spectacular in this one to make it. Yeah. Kind of. it, it, did, it doesn't seem it like it happened. Flat. And I love the characters. Like, I love X-Men. I really want it done well. I want the MCU version of X-Men. I just don't like Sophie Turner's Jean Grey. I don't know <laughs> what it is. I don't like her as Jean Grey. I like her. I like her as Sansa Stark. Yeah. She was a good Sansa Stark, but... I've purged Game of Thrones from my mind. Yeah, this is a no <laughs> Game of Thrones home now. Can we just... Uh, everything season seven and below. <laughs> yeah. When it was real. Yeah, so... Yeah, That's I didn't, got, I didn't yeah. consume a lot this week, yeah. I think it was a, it was just a busy week. I wasn't home very much. And you mean you got out of the house and you did things I and, did and stuff. enjoyed life? It's summer. <laughs> yeah, I it's, went summer out. Summer is very a loose term right now in the city. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's on the cusp. Yeah. It's almost there. 
Um, I did do a bunch of trailer watching. That was about the close thing. And I am always, I deep dive into, I'm a YouTube fanatic, yeah. rabbit hole, like plot twists, reading all about where like the MCU is going and reading all about interesting new movies that are coming out. And I, I think I'm, I do more of that than I do consume the actual movies. Do you ever like backspace after you found yourself in a hole to see how many backspaces you have to <laughs> I've do? I've never to get done back? that actually. I found myself like 30, 40 backspaces until you're at your, starting page where you I've had my browser close and not have any idea how I found where I was and how to get back there. <laughs> it really is a deep hole. You it's just give you so far yeah. to go. Yeah. I, I consume a lot of YouTube because I watch it at work. So I kind of have multiple screens going. So I have a lot of YouTube going while I'm on my other two screens. So glad to see you're working hard. Yeah. And when I watch it, I don't want to watch a movie like that because I, I like to be more invested in my movie watching. Yeah, I get it. There's so, lazy movie. There's movie on in the background while you're doing shit. And then there's, yeah. Totally. Like I was mass consuming the the show Hot Ones on YouTube. Oh, that's great. Uh, this past you you look like confused. Uh, yeah, tell you me don't why. know Hot Ones. Oh man, I don't watch, watch a lot of YouTube. Sean Evans, fantastic host. It's basically like a oh wait a minute, is this hot show wings? Eat hot wings. Okay, yes yeah. I do. Yeah, and first he, we feast series, right? Yeah, and okay, he's that, just that's how blown up as far as the guests he's getting are just incredible a-listers yeah I, he just, just halle berry was just on and didn't michelle obama or barack obama come on too i think he oh, i don't know about that am they I, trying to get him okay everybody's well netflix but they had him. scarlett johansson on recently and i was watching tyra banks episode wow. and uh yeah like really really good pe- and he asks unbelievable questions he does really good research on his people and i and aren't the hot wings like don't they get hotter, they get hotter as, they as, they as, as they go it's just sort of something to do while you're talking about the person's life and yeah you get the real side of them because of the you know the their mouths burning and yeah. their swear like the what the fuck did you do oh no that's why i watched i just watched trevor noah on it <laughs> awesome episode awesome episode anyways yeah so that's me cool in a nutshell he'll be in winnipeg soon isn't he is he coming to winnipeg or is it bc i don't, I don't think he's coming to winnipeg if he was coming to winnipeg i missed out on it okay yeah i love him love trevor noah I'd be I'd be paying lots of money for those tickets if I knew he was he was rolling through. Um, all right, well let's move on. Chris, how are you doing? Good, good, good. good. What'd you watch this week, buddy? Um, I sat down and rewatched uh, The Matrix for I don't know how many times I've seen it. Like the whole series? Did you do it? Like, no, it, just, just well, you know what? I'll be honest. I fell asleep. It was late <laughs> at night, but I probably got to the point where he actually go comes out of the Matrix and he gets unplugged. Is, yeah, he gets unplugged. Uh, that's where I started dozing off. But I have. I sat there. I was like, "Man, like it's been like twenty years now. I've seen this probably at least almost once a year." It holds its, its and it's place. still yeah, yeah. it's, it's still it, the the action still holds up. So yeah, some of the stuff maybe isn't as you know fine tuned as some CGI that we see now, but um, it yeah, it's still a great ride. I think it was five, and this is just my personal opinion, being an outsider. But I think it was about five years ahead of its time when it started with what CGI it was doing. So I think that's why it isn't. You can't you you can't hold a hold it to something today, but it still mm-hmm. is definitely a no. And I've always just liked that that idea, <clears throat> that story, that that the living the, in a simulation, the machines take over. Yeah. I like that apocalypse. Talk uh, about a, a a premise that's been used so many times in other yeah other movies and shows and stuff since. Oh, I yeah. mean, how many references to the the Matrix have there been in other popular <laughs> culture? Oh yeah, <laughs> or like huge. like the red pill blue pill joke, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I mean, how many Matrix scenes are there where somebody dodges something? Like every movie imaginable has a Matrix scene where yeah. somebody dodging bullets, or yeah, like Shrek. Shrek, Shrek had a Matrix had, scene. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. If there's <laughs> any, if there's any slow mo in a movie now, you could probably go back 
the matrix the really bending of the back cool. yeah is yeah it, it, i know i mis- mispronounced farvo so um is it wachinski the wachinski brothers Wachins- the wenchers sisters now wachinski yes yeah. thank you Wachinsky. that's why we have you here mr pop culture <laughs> <laughs> you've got your finger on the pulse <laughs> the pulse so here's a funny example that about me consuming things like the the deep dives and stuff yeah Never watched a Matrix movie. Really? What the fuck? I've watched probably 20 hours worth of Easter eggs and deep dives into the Matrix. So I know the whole movie. I've never sat down and watched it from start to finish. Wow. First one's really good. So the second one kind of, third one. Uh. The second one, third one, yeah. It really. has all the problems that a trilogy has, right? First one, great. Second one, not so Just much. Just watch the first one. one. Ties it all in. The Animatrix, I also The Animatrix is great. It's the anime anthology yeah. uh, series. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I've Mike. I've seen reference to it, and I've watched a couple clips on YouTube. I, I heard nothing but good things. It's about a lot it. of yeah. cool, like, they backstory have, stuff. Yeah. That's what, yeah, it yeah. takes lore. And one, kinda, one whole segment, or it's like a two-parter, is like, the robot revolution yep. and how it all starts. Basically the missing pieces that you didn't get in the movies. They, that kind they of reference it when Morpheus says that humans blocked out the sky. They tell yep. you why why they did that. It's tons of nukes and against tons of machines. It's just so depressing. Like, it's, <laughs> if whatever happens. And it's a slaughter. <laughs> like It's not like, oh, they, they took him over in Brazil and they really fought back. No, it's just, no, just dead. Because yeah. <laughs> they block out the sky in hopes that the robots use solar power that they'll be... Oh. And the robots are like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not having this. Yeah. Yeah. And no, then it's no just humanity. This, we're taking over. They got like these crazy like robot horses that they're and it's, they're going across a battlefield and just human corpses everywhere and they start experimenting on them and everything. And yeah, it's it's just uh, I thought Skynet was bad. It's genocide really. <laughs> Can I say you got some fantastic socks on today? Thank you. They're lemon. Did you send that picture to uh Donald Trump? No. Why didn't you do that? Why would I? What? It's my funny. socks? No, you the socks lemon, with, the, with the penis. Lemon socks with a purple no. background. When <laughs> life gives you lemons, you buy socks. Yeah. That's I saw those on Instagram. I thought they were very yes, stylish. Yes. Yeah, I feel that's like socks and underwear are are turning uh, over a new leaf with style. Yeah. Like They're quirky. A, yeah. There's yeah. a lemon behind that lemon shaped rock. Yeah, I saw the Simpsons quote. Yeah. There's a lion behind that rock. But like, there was a time where putting pizza on your socks was like, what are you, what are you thinking? But now, yeah. pizza on your socks gets you go, to, you go to a party where you have to take your shoes off, and people, you want people to look at your socks just as much yeah. as they were looking at your shoes, yeah. right? Oh, Maybe more. That that's the men's trend. Who the the short pants now with suits and stuff? And yes, then the really stylish socks. It I is. I see a lot of men sporting that. It's an accessory. Mm. <laughs> Martin, hello. Hey, what did you watch this week, buddy? Uh, since, cause the last episode, uh, was about rom-coms. I watched a rom-com. No. Yeah. It's a really good one. It's on Netflix. It's always be my maybe. Uh, it's ah. super I good. That coming. Yeah. I yeah. did not, I'm not a, like, I'll bit this on air. I'm not a fan of crazy rich Asians, but this one was an amazing, like, uh, had two main characters that were both Asian, Randall Park and, uh, Ali Wong. Like you're not a fan it. of the crazy rich Asian show or the movie. <laughs> just crazy the rich movie. Asians yeah, in general. In general. <laughs> Uh, they're a little snob. No, I'm kidding. The views of Martin Navarro do not necessarily uh, represent the views. I'm Asian, so I could say that. <laughs> yeah, just so everybody know the color of his skin. Yeah. It's yellow. Um, You're Asian? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't You're see Asian? color. He just sees humans. <laughs> um, no, it's really good. It, it's uh, it, like I liked it because um, it's about two characters who are around, like, I guess, uh, my age group, I guess me and Mike. Yeah, our age group like it, it had a very the soundtrack like a very hip hop R and B nineties kind of 
jam and um, it's current. Cool. It's current. It's really good. It's really funny. And like Randall Park and Ali Wong just both knock it out of the park. She's great. Yeah. I didn't like her stand up as much, but I've I've kind of played in and out of that movie this week, and I'm impressed with her performance. Like, yeah, it's really good. She's she's angry in her stand up, but maybe I don't I don't I didn't watch all of it, so maybe we're I'm angry people, Mike. <laughs> Have you right. heard us in our native tongue? <laughs> <laughs> Martin, I feel our watching habits are are very similar in the fact that you turn on Netflix and whatever they splash on the screen, that's their big like <laughs> show of the moment. I just hit play because <laughs> that's how I watch the Chef Show. And yeah, it, it, well, it's the recommended <laughs> stuff for you, right? Yeah. And and I'm like, uh, Netflix a little racist because they're like recommending this Asian thing for me. But I mean, it was good. I loved it. It was, it was a really good movie. I recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. All right. It's a fun little movie. I uh, I got into Brockmire this week. Hi, it's Michael. By the way. Hey. Hey, everybody. Brockmire. I've also started watching this too. What it's, is Brockmire? Brockmire is a character that Hank Azaria created. Mm. Famous voice of the Simpsons for anybody who doesn't know. Plus, I mean, what? Um, uh, he was in the original Godzilla first Godzilla right? yeah he was the dog walker and mad about you like he's he's been that character actor over time yeah which and now makes like what a mil plus an episode on the Simpsons so. his voice is a ridiculous. he does so many voices his, his voice and so this is a uh, sports uh, a baseball announcer who's a drunk and um, his life fell apart over his wife finding out that she was omnisexual and just wanted to have everybody inside of her so he he walks away from his great career as a baseball announcer lives in India for a bit does shitty commercials and then gets called back to the states under the guise of a new career option and he finds out that he's calling shitty like a league baseball does it take place where does it take place oh pennsylvania pennsylvania okay. i was like please say like, boston or new like, york <laughs> like backwater pennsylvania backwater pennsylvania okay, like yeah. the, the, maybe four people show up to these games and and amanda pete owns the team and oh. she also owns the local bar so she's basically struggling to keep both together and has used Brockmeyer's character or Brockmeyer's personality to bring life back into the baseball team. Oh. Imagine um, Californication, but in baseball. Oh, really? So who like, does it? Who does it? Uh, Hank Azaria does, or who no, does who it? Who does the show? IFC, I think. He's he's in production with IFC and two other production companies. Um, oh, it's uh, Funny or Die, too. It's Funny or Die, IFC, and oh, something wow. else. So there's, there's, I liked me some Californication. Funny. And it's only like 21 minutes. It's mm-hmm. it's br- yeah. it's almost minuet-like. It's Each, crass. Yes, it's very crass. It's but very it, dirty. Is there fucking and punching? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. My oh, favorite yes. part about that show. I, there, I also feel <laughs> he's got a little bit of the Simpsons-inspired writing. I don't know if anyone from that show is on it, but... I feel just cer- there's certain jokes where I'm like, oh, that was that's a Simpsons joke right there. This is so good. I love it. It, it really his his Simpson. If he gets goofy a little bit, perfect way of explaining it. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, but it still keeps its realism. You have piqued my curiosity. Like yes. there's there's a scene where he gets invited back to do this uh, this sports announcer's uh, dinner. And uh, it's been like 20 years since this whole meltdown. And he didn't know he was a like a hit on YouTube and a meme and a term. Like oh, really? when you Brockmire something, it means to have your wife sleep with 20 men and you, oh, you know, leave the country. So he's he's being exposed to all these things he doesn't know with this baseball caller's voice in the background. <laughs> right. Like it's but imagine him saying she fucked me in the ass sideways. Right. <laughs> He steals second <laughs> on his way to third. It's like it's the that's same a, that's cadence. A, that's a lot of Duff Man in that. Sorry, Duff Man. That's all Duff Man. Sorry, I don't know my Simpsons reference that well. I was I was blocked from watching it. I, I I'm gonna put that on the record for the first time. I w- my home was not a Simpsons home, so there's a lot of humor I'm missing out on, which is why I started watching it because he's he's absolutely great. So if, uh, oh, if where is that on? Uh, Crave. 
Yeah. Brave, nice. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we've watched. Let's trailer. Yeah, let's let's do do, you were talking trailer. about trailers, Mark. So now I'm gonna let you to talk about oh, trailers. Um, yeah. So this not week, the camping kind, either. not <laughs> not the RVs. <laughs> or are we? <laughs> yeah, I bought a I bought a new Winnebago the other day. It's fantastic. Um, no, thirty four uh, footer. This <laughs> is that dead, we're, gonna that a, we're gonna need a bigger truck. We're gonna need a bigger we're truck. A bigger I don't truck. know where you are in relation to Martin, so don't ask me to use feet and measurement. Okay, <laughs> yeah. like I can't figure out who's wearing the yeah, fucking Martin, room. He thought like this was like one foot. Yes, yeah. no, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, what do you think I told Shauna when I met her? Right? <laughs> no, no. She's, told she was, her this is one foot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's, this is six inches. She was sorely, <laughs> incredibly disappointed. Uh, but yeah, so the trailer of the week this week, everybody, uh, we are talking Dr. Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to go first? What are our thoughts? I like Ewan McGregor, man. Yeah. I'm a huge supporter of that dude. And I I don't know if I've seen a movie that I, I like I, that he was in that I didn't like. Maybe the, the later Star Wars ones, but... Uh, yeah, but he had Obi Wan. He was Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, he was so. the good part about that trilogy was yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. Like he's such a good actor, and he's a good actor. I mean, that's a good way to to get people to to watch it. If you and McGregor is the lead, well, Chris, you were saying that like that's kind of their anchor point. Uh, you you kind of feel maybe that putting you and McGregor in his pulling. yeah, I would. Uh, I'll be honest, that trailer didn't get me super hyped. It looked a lot of like, I don't know. I just it didn't. The original Shining to me has that really creepy fast factor. It also has Stanley Kubrick behind the lens, uh, so it's. Shot I think that's really what well. it's missing. Yeah, this really didn't set it apart from anything else I have seen recently, or have seen trailers for. I didn't really get that creepy vibe when when the uh, It trailer came out a few years mm, back. Yeah. yeah, that was creepy. Mm. It really felt atmospheric and. Shining here. I didn't. Oh, red rum on the wall. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you in the fact that I'm excited to see it, but the trailer isn't what's got me excited. It's the premise. It's, it's like I really fell for the documentary Room Two Thirty Seven. Any mm-hmm. other guys see that? No. Nope. Which is kind of some. It, it's, it's a lot of different directors that nobody knows about, and film professionals and reviewers deconstructing the real story inside The Shining, which to a lot of them was the demise of the. Uh, American Indian like there's Kubrick pulling from different parts of history and putting into the movie and little Easter eggs and it's it's this deconstruction of the movie oh wow it's pretty interesting it's incredible there's a it's a stretch in in its best representation right like you're like come on like you're just digging for shit at this point yeah but that kind of nostalgia is what pulled me into the trailer right like I love The Shining it's my it was the first scary book I ever read it was one of the first scary movies I ever saw, and it is Kubrick at its finest, right? I like that they're from the trailer. They kind of have the the homage back to the yes, original. that's what I'm getting. Right? At, you got yeah. the hallway of blood, and you yeah, get the and kid the driving his big wheel, and the twins, and the old lady in the bathtub. And I'm saying, like, I feel like now the new movie didn't really show us its own hallway shots mm-hmm. or maybe they're like, saving that. that rug that rug is now famous it shows up in the first toy story movie uh sid has the bad kid has that, that rug <laughs> so just it's something like that yeah, you're right if you take out the homage and all that stuff even the stuff the end shot here uh even going through the door like jack nicholas uh nicholson sorry Jack Nicholas <laughs> or yeah. John Favreau. Yeah, we're just yeah. getting all our old Johnny Fever. Johnny. Uh, but you take all, you take it all that. Even take out the red rum stuff because that's still like, oh look, remember the red rum? 
there yeah, wasn't a lot they're to using that that, that that aspect to pull you in because yeah. it's been so long i agree with you on that what i do like is the um i mean the whole idea of uh the, the group that are going around and trying to find these people that have these special abilities right that's interesting to me that's that's the one part of the story that i'm like oh, there's more people with the shining yeah this is not just it, it seems interesting and then uh the way that they cast the young girl that he connects with that denny torrance connects with in it i don't remember the characters names i've heard little bits and pieces from the book but i know in the book um there is no connection between her and any previous characters and i'm wondering since she's cast with an african-american young girl it's that dude from if the... it's going to be like the the granddaughter of the scatman carruthers right yeah from the first movie i'm like oh, are they gonna like tie in some connection there and yeah. i kind of hope they do honestly that would be cool because he that was the one lineage, who told right? danny yeah, about yeah. the shining well, in the he, first place they yeah. both had exactly. it they yeah had it right so yeah, yeah. i think that'd be yeah. kind of cool to tie that in danny do you want some ice cream <laughs> how did you know <laughs> all right so i guess across the board we're somewhat excited but i'm gonna see skepti- it uh, yeah theater you're gonna go to the yeah, theater martin you think it. chrissy's like opening night you okay have to yeah. go see it yeah she's obsessed with the that series it and you know what he i know i know from it and well it one and it two the the remakes Stephen King is very on hands this time around as opposed to just, yes, here, send me a check. Here's my rights. Make whatever you want. Where, you, Martin, you were saying earlier, like the creationist who hates his creation. Is that the my creator who hates his own creation? Yeah, exactly. And that's Stephen King has nothing but bad things to say about the original versions of a lot of these movies. So I know he's been hands on with this one as, as a, a consultant. Easiest, way to, easiest word to use. He was a consultant with it. So that's why I think this second iteration of these movies have a little bit more um, more behind them than yeah. if they would have been made in the 90s, right? Like, do you guys remember, like, the Langoliers and all, like, the weird... Mm-hmm. I don't like, they made a lot of his movies into, like, movies of the week. They I just hope it's not like, like the Dark Tower. Just, just yeah, don't make do- it Dark well, Tower. It, it, I love that series and just don't make it into they that they the entire series into, into one movie? movie? I don't know when the rights were sold to that, but they it was not, like... It wasn't a recent just thing, right? Like, I know it's probably been talked about to death with going back to the MCU and Dark Tower, just take what the MCU did and just have patience. Yeah. Just release each Dark Tower book as one. It'll take seven years, however many or how many they're in the series. I'm no know. I'm no publicist or, or book junkie, but I think it is his best selling series. Yeah, so take the time. Yeah. Nurture Treat it, it yeah. right? Let it grow. It's not going anywhere. Build now, some anticipation. Yeah, exactly. Now you've now you've sullied it for the next 20 years well that's what he did he did that do his show yeah Mm. he did that with green mile and he did it with the dark tower where it was like here's a book and two years later i'll bring you back another book yeah and he did that with the green mile where he wrote one a month like he wrote he wrote it and then released it like i read every couple weeks for an entire summer so that there was some anticipation has steve king uh, been the author that has the most movies of it like he must books could be adapted into movies it has who else would there be clancy maybe but yeah tom clancy but i I think Stephen King has more robert patterson with the eyes the um along came a spider series um he writes crime novels clancy you write about no king just has so many and like you said the made to tv stuff yeah like i read a Okay. Oh, they 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 did a remake of The Shining for TV. Yeah, yeah I saw that remake. It was oh, like, uh, it was horrible. It had the guy from Wings, one of the two guys from the yeah. TV show Wings. There you go. And like it was just so bad. And they re they they rewrote it where Danny was more involved in the end with like it just it missed every beat. I read a good comment on the Doctor Sleep trailer thread the other day where someone said 
they should do like an anthology anthology series on Netflix where each season's a new book kind of deal. So that would eight, be cool. Eight to ten episodes, oh, yeah. and it would be like just Cujo, but eight to ten episodes. Mm-hmm. You just get the whole thing. That's a really smart. It. Well, that's what they. And then just the next season would be, whatever. Yeah, there's a pick whatever book yeah, you, you want. Pick, right? yeah. Just pick it out of a hat. Tommy Knockers, yeah. let's do that one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, the Castle Rock. Have any of you guys watched Castle no. Rock? No. That's based on the town that he. Well, it's it's based on the town. The main town. The, the main it's town? based on the town that's close to where he's like where he lives, right? Because mm-hmm. I believe he lives in Maine. Where and all the books take. Where place. All, yeah. the majority of all of his books takes. Was take it place. The, the Shawshank? It, it's that one. It's it's it, it the. The town that it takes place in is very close to where he lives physically, but the town that it's written in is just outside of where Shawshank Prison is, and Shawshank Prison is part of the show. Mm-hmm. So it takes Easter eggs and certain aspects from like seven different books and incorporates it into a new story. So you hear about Shawshank Prison, and you hear about the town of Derry, and you hear about all these other things that have taken place in Needful Things and in um, uh, Rosemary's Baby and like all of the major novels that were hits for him are part of this story and it's about this guy there was this murder and it was it i think it's loosely based on five years after the needful thing story takes place and there's a murder and it wraps in some of the stuff from it it's it's all over the map but it was very well done and very good and that's again because Mm. they allowed him to be like like they gave him the george rr martin pass right Mm. yeah you're allowed on set you've got if you've got info you can give it to us so I think was George R. R. Martin not allowed on set on season well, no, eight? He, he, yeah, yes, <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> something went wrong there. He clearly couldn't find this. <laughs> yeah, he, I think they just told him, uh, <laughs> "It's going to be here, George." But no, he's, it's, I no did, one's there. I did watch the last watch since we were. Oh, what uh, Steve talked? Yeah, yeah, Chris, Steve talked about. The, it was good. The last watch documentary they did on on Game of Thrones. It was like how they made the last season, mm-hmm. and uh, he referenced a part where they were going back and like, back and forth between like the the major like the executive producers are like this is a family this is a major event we all love doing this together and then they pan over to set and everybody's like fuck you this sucks this is my worst day of my life back and forth was was it worth watching Mark? it was interesting yeah it, it was true they focused a lot on the one extra that's been like the stark army the beard dude. men for for <laughs> the whole the whole show he they it was interesting that they put it uh in that sort of context uh it's neat to see behind the scenes a little bit the table read was really cool like the table read for the, the new season where uh, um, Kit Harrington doesn't doesn't read it prior to the table read, I guess. Yeah, he so he doesn't realize that he kills Danny, and and you actually see the true emotion of them, like looking across the table at each other and being like, "I'm sorry," almost right. And she's like, "Oh," and she slides down in her chair. I'm almost ready to watch it. Yeah, like I still have such a bad taste. It was better. It was better than the last episode. <laughs> That says so Which much. Which is now going to be nominated for an Emmy, probably. Yeah. They, you heard about that, too? Yeah. That's ridiculous that they're submitting anything from the last season for an award. Maybe episodes two. Episode two. You're, are they submitting it for a Razzie? Like, what the for fuck? Three. Like, it's it blows my mind that they could even... But, okay, from to be fair, from their perspective, they think they did a good job. Yeah. And they worked really hard. And they and they did. There's, it's just... Well, and they want to put Cocaine's up, a hell of a drug. <laughs> they want to put, put up something going out of this, right? They yeah. Just ignore it. To, uh, that would be conceding to the fans and agreeing with them that, yeah, we did a shitty job. So to not throw it up for an award is admitting your own defeat, I guess. Now, the thing is, True if enough. it wins... What does that say? Uh, there's something going well, on. Every, <laughs> everybody's an armchair quarterback, right? I mean, that's what we're doing here. Like, it's essential. Just take the goddamn knee. Yeah. Like, it just just <laughs> admit that it wasn't. Just take the knee, run the clock. It's over. You yeah. did. Let's just get it you out of here. You didn't give the fans what we wanted, but you did make something that 
is that can go down in infamy. I, I will agree with that. You just didn't you didn't give the most important person yeah. the one paying twenty dollars a month to watch your fucking show. Yeah, right. But uh, here's an interesting yeah. point. Uh, I was thinking about this when we were talking about some of the other things that are going on with the Stephen King books, the made for TV stuff, mm-hmm. the stuff that. A lot of the direct for Netflix, like we bring up, we're, we're watching a lot of Netflix. Well, we're the real debaters, right? Yep. Movies, but movies have changed a lot. I was listening to a podcast recently where they talked about like the the big comedy and a lot of the different genres of shows that that were theater shows earlier have disappeared in in lieu of you know your MCU, your big action movies that have kind of taken over at the box office and a lot of the great stories that used to get told on on movies in a theater are are made for tv now or made for netflix or when tv used to be the 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 ugly stepchild of movies you would literally say like but that's not say, how it is slu- anymore it's not I'm how it is i'm no. slumming in tv yeah we didn't go back to the movie that you're saying that the changing of the guard is kind of happening I, yeah the, I, tv's not what it used to be it's it's a different way of consuming the same media and uh it was an interview on some podcast and they were talking about uh, it was an older actor's son it was oh Craig T. Nelson. Okay. And talking about the, the way coach. That, the way that his kids consume media now. He says, My one son never goes to a movie. He watches a ton of stuff, but never goes to a theater. I don't know if he's been to a theater kind of thing. Just like the VHS. Yeah. Well they, it seems they crack the code when it's like, Okay, we just don't have to do this in the movie theater. You can no. take the budget that a movie gets over and you can divide it out over the course of eight to ten episodes and make a better television show that is cinematically a carbon copy of watching a movie. Exactly. Right. And that's, that's what people want. So that's what you do. And that's why you've got these guys like Steven Spielberg and George Lucas who were like, fuck streaming. And how dare you make a movie? Like, 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 like you make a box of craft dinner. Like it shouldn't take that. It should take more time and effort. And it's like, yeah, well that's the area you came from. Yeah. This is the era that's now be- before you. So you either change or adapt motherfucker. So do you guys think that's a good thing? Like that we're sort of, moving in that direction is this a positive change for for film or i think it challenges film and makes film try to do better because there's a lot of recycled garbage out there we're see, we're, we live in the day of the remake the reboot and whatever re-up you want to call it right? well the the big franchises now like you mentioned marvel and all that have really just pushed out those media movies mm-hmm. yes netflix and hulu and amazon prime and crave are now where those movies get to go. The niche um, markets. Is that what you're... Not even just really niche, but like something that could have just done okay at the box office now has a lot tougher time because through the summer, it's just like Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah, now The yeah. Lion King's out. Oh, Toy Story. Now Frozen. It's like, man, I can't compete. Yeah. We were just supposed to be a run-of-the-mill $40 million budget maybe, and now <laughs> and we're not yeah. even... Yeah. We might not even hit that. <laughs> it's like we were playing the Yankees. Yeah, and yeah. you're you know some farm gotta, club. We got to go somewhere, right? Just yeah. With it. And if someone has just even a slight unique idea, the general public doesn't eat that up anymore. It or seems to be a lot really of humor's gone that direction. You know, yeah. The, the humor's moved to television and Netflix. series and Netflix. Yeah. yeah. You don't Sandler see movies. The budget. They're all yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the real stations are on Netflix. I'm trying to think of the last big comedy that everyone was sort of talking about that came out in theaters, not that came out on the Netflix. Bridesmaids? Ha- Bridesmaids? Brides- the Hangover? Yeah, The Hangover. Hangover. Hangover's, been, Hangover. Hangover's been about Has there been anything now? since then? Really? I I don't. Th- I can't think of the top uh, of my head. Like other than Bridesmaids, right? There was yeah. Kind of the, 
but they I don't, don't get the marketing, and that's really where yeah. your movie there was movies shines like, or doesn't. Like I heard Game Night and like Tag. Yeah, sure, yeah, uh, these were kind of good. Uh, but like the ones uh, that you remember, like, I liked uh, with Jason Sudeikis, uh, Were the Millers. Yeah, that's again. That's but, probably uh, oh, eight years ago. What's that? Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, what did I say? Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Isn't that what that's it okay. Is? My <laughs> mispronunciation. Tag, tag wasn't bad. My mispronunciation. Yeah. But I mean, diseases. I wasn't going to the theater to see it. No, I watched I it on an airplane. It. And then we got a bunch of we got like Anchorman two and Super Troopers two and Dumb and Dumber two. <laughs> we just started getting all these. <laughs> I can't they, remember they, the last because that's the only way they thought that maybe people would go out to like oh we'll just do sequels. And now. it used to be that like comedies were were that. I legit can't remember the last comedy I've seen in the theaters. Probably The Hangover. It's just. For myself, I yeah. think it's Deadpool. Deadpool. That's Deadpool. A, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I guess so. But that's like that's a that's like a. But comedy was like dessert in that, right? Like you yeah. went in for the meal, which was the superhero movie, but mm. then you got comedy as like a. It was a unexpected. Like we didn't expect yeah. it to be that comedic, I, and it was. I good. think it's just it's too much to see a comedy on the big screen. Yeah, there's no point. They there have is found no point. Well, I don't want to need to see it on the IMAX. You know what? Like, because certain yeah, movies totally. need yeah. yeah, certain movies need the screen and the sound. Like, not everybody has that Dolby digital surround sound. Um, and I think some movies you still need to see in a theater that way because that's how they're meant to be viewed. Yeah. Well, and with how fast they're on digital now, like how the how quickly they get released, there's just no point. No. Yeah, so. it's the no, assembly line of movies where, and and like you said earlier, it's like if you can't go to the movie theater, well, you can still do it without risking a ton of money. Yeah. Cut your budget back a bit. Go. Okay, this isn't theater worthy, but you know what? Everybody's watching streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'll find a home. And you won't risk your, you won't die of anxiety, and you'll sleep properly. Like you'll, you, it'll be a love project as opposed to a like a labor of love is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Wasn't there a big controversy though about it, like a Netflix movie getting oh. getting nominated? It has to have a theater run, right? Yeah, you had to have a or theater the, run, and they released it in like the minimum amount of theaters for the minimum amount of time, just so it would qualify. That's that Roma, a, yeah, Roma, yeah, and it won too. Right, it's a good movie, an yeah, amazing movie. But that's, and, I mean, the only reason they released in theaters is just to satisfy those criteria to be nominated. Which I would, which is such would, an old guard would, way of thinking. But that's how yeah. that's who runs it now. Still the old guard. Yeah, I would gotta, say that's such the a, fucking academy. It's got to die. Yeah. They just got to die. It's it's a movie whether it's on the big screen yeah. or it releases. That's <laughs> how I feel. More people probably saw it because it was on Netflix yeah. as opposed to went to see it. Hundred percent. Oh, totally. And he, w- it, um, I can't remember the name. Like of I don't think I would I would have paid to go see that he in was theater. The one you know that did I mean? Revenant, right? Um, was that, that that's him? Alejandro? Or is this the guy that did Gravity? The guy who did Gravity is Kier, the guy who did Kieran, Roman. Kieran? Uh, yes. Uh, somebody fact Something check it. Hang on. Uh, well, Ale- we'll fact check Alexandra. this later. Alf- Alfonso. Alfonso Kieran? I believe you're right. We will fact check this later. No idea. But I get two bucks. But I wouldn't have paid. I wouldn't have paid to see. I wouldn't have seen Roma at all if it wasn't for Netflix. Like, I'm going to be honest. I still Alfonso haven't seen Caron. it. Alfonso Caron. Yeah. I just had it in pronounce yeah. right. That's all right. My disease is contagious. I mispronounce everything, yeah, this, yeah. and everybody in this room shits the bed. You know what? To be fair, I've never really think heard anyone say it out loud, so it was really just me guessing. That's it's a, a good guess. Good guess. Yeah. We don't know that he's even correct. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't, and I pretend to be correct. That's yeah. my. That's another problem of mine. Uh, next on, we'll ask John Favro. 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 I don't. You know, Favro is that what he said? Favro. Fava. Fava. Favro. Can I get a liter of cola? Uh, <laughs> Can I get a liter of cola? Well, all right. That, that was a great debate. We can go home now, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, cool. <laughs> let's. I, I, it's a. Let's get on to the, the the bullshit of this whole episode here. Um, Martin, please introduce this week's debate topic. Okay, uh, this week's topic. Uh, we're basing it on 
Sylvester Sylvester. <laughs> your, your, your thing is getting to me now. I can't pronounce names. Uh, Sylvester Stallone characters, uh, not Rocky, not Rambo. Yeah. Um, you have to pick one, and this person is the camp director of your summer camp. Which Stallone character would it be? Yes. So we're hiring for a camp director position. Mm-hmm. It's a summer camp for kids ages 12 to 16. I yep. think that was what we agreed on. Mark, I don't know if you were informed of that or not. But <laughs> 12 to 16 was the age range. Always the last I, one to know. <laughs> I forgot that detail. It doesn't matter. Doesn't really I don't matter. think it really cares. Martin usually weight. keeps a couple details in his pocket just so he can uh, guys, pull them out. Guys, there yeah. has to be balloons in the camp yeah. all, at all times. That's Yeah, so totally. Um and then which Sylvester Stallone character, which was no Rocky, no Rambo, because those are th- those aren't. I, I think we did that because they really like they're it's too easy, too easy. Too, well, too easy. it's too easy because everybody loves those characters, yeah. but they're so one dimensional. We want we want the people to know about the characters that maybe. But you I know, that I think it's been brought up that pretty much all these characters yeah. are yeah. very similar, <laughs> similar just different jobs, just <laughs> yeah. different jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Don't expect much range different today. time periods. Yeah. No, actually, the, pretty we're, much the same time, all within like eight years yeah. of each other, maybe. We we definitely pulled from the '90s catalog. That's for sure. '90s and uh, late '80s. Let's just say old Sly didn't have much range. <laughs> <laughs> he was I don't think New Sly had much range <laughs> yeah. either. So I yeah. think we're good. Yeah. I love the dude. I love his movies. I just I, I don't watch it for the range. So and we have no rules. We could pick from any movie. Yeah. You just had to argue why. As you're, long as he was in it. As long as he was in it. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a criteria. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, Son yes. Son of a bitch. So like Chris, Chris, you mentioned um, him in Guardians. He was the in Guardians it. movie. He was in he it, was, so you could pick that guy. He was in Guardians. You just wouldn't have much to say because I think he walked into one scene and walked out of the same yeah. scene. And yeah, you'd really have to fill in his backstory. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, make it up yourself to <laughs> fan fiction <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for that one character. Hang on, let me go to Guardians Wiki and see what they've got to say about Stallone's act. They probably have a lot. You'd be surprised. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Got an incomplete canon for him for like <laughs> yeah. 50 years. No, it's just, yeah. it's just the person debating it, writing all the wiki stuff himself. <laughs> just to be yeah. like, all right, guys, it's legit. It's Stallone's it's agent. Those, <laughs> the Wikipedia page is on superheroes is just like okay this we got to slow this down like, <laughs> it's more information than real life like people that are important well but, but it's how you it's how you keep the debate going right yeah. the more you add to a wiki page the more it gives for cannon fodder for more debate and yeah, yeah thus you, you go so all right so we were we agreed to start with mark this week so mark um please tell us what character you picked and why you think he would be a great camp director well i picked the obvious choice in my opinion <laughs> after I was reminded about it <laughs> by my lovely girlfriend, Chrissy. Um, I she picked, told me that if you didn't pick this, to sort of cut you off, that there was going to be problems at yeah, all. Yeah, there would be hell to pay. Um, and I kind of forgot about this movie, how good of a character he was for this particular scenario. And then I rewatched it and I, I saw the light <laughs> and I came around and I uh, changed my pick. So I picked Lincoln Hawk, this character from Over the Top. The, uh, the, <laughs> the trucker, uh, arm wrestler slash, uh, absent father. Um, so I, I looked at that and it's interesting. You, you mentioned the age is like 12 to 12 to 16, right? Yes. Cause yeah. I think he is. his son in the movie is about 12, 13. Yeah. Um, cause they make some reference to when he, he gets him to drive the truck. He says, you know, he's still a couple, couple, couple years, years away from learning how to drive. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, talk about a camp counselor character, right? He's he's strong, he's knowledgeable, you know, he's a tough guy. When he teaches his son that, you know, they go into the diner and he puts his son arm wrestling <laughs> against the big the big kid and teaching him how to overcome adversity. Um, I mean, there he is. He's supportive, tough love. 
you know same thing whereas they're driving in the truck and the kid's just yammering at him and says oh are you are you aggravated he's like no no i passed aggravation about a mile back (laughs) (laughs) but he doesn't get angry with the kids right his patience He's a yeah, smart ass, like basically get in the driver's seat. Let's see what you got. If you think oh, I'm I'm dumb, dumb that truck is, driver. But right? he does it in such a great way, too. Like he's just like he pulls over on the side of the road, turns the truck off, gets out and says, give her shit, kid. He's a perfect that example of, of speaking <laughs> spe- <laughs> yeah. bill. with a jerk. In his <laughs> <laughs> the best because I, I rewatched it uh, like just within the last couple of days. He's, he says, oh, I always wanted to be a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great humor in it. It is. And, right and and but he's he's this tough guy right this big trucker that truck stop guys want to want to arm wrestle him he's he's obviously known for his strength and and yet he's he doesn't go around fighting anybody like he he's not aggressive not unless his hat is turned backwards wow that's that flips the switch right that's he's the, the machine yeah <laughs> he does push that guy through the window <laughs> he does but i mean come on that guy was that was the henchman of his father-in-law <laughs> Um, we made a comment about that too. Like that was some really strong wood that he pushed him through. Not, uh, it's great. I mean, great movie to begin with. I forgot it was that good. Some of the appearances of like some old wrestlers and stuff like that. that What's were in the it. one guy like Terry the... Funk, who is yes. you know old WWE wrestler, um, uh, plays one of the henchmen. Uh, you know he picks his son up. It's it, I, they never really get into why him and his wife were estranged in the movie. But it seems as though they imply that the the father basically pushed him away. Um, well, yeah, Robert Langdon's character. They was don't really like, spell it you're out. Not good enough for my wife. Yeah, you're not good enough. Like, so he's he was, blue collar. He he's pushed him collar. away all the time, and he always wanted to be back. Like he was still in love with her. Obviously, she's still in love with him. Obviously, and wanted her son to get to know him. And and, and he had sent him hundreds of letters, and the kid never believed it because the kid never got the letters yeah, because the, the mother father kept, uh, yeah the, stopped them from getting out. Yeah. Right, so the, and there's a big scene where the kid realized, well, he was always there for me, and you know, and even if he wasn't there, I mean, these are all the characteristics I want in that fatherly figure slash camp counselor kind of person, right? That's the person that's there that cares to teach you things that that even when you don't want them around, they're still there. They don't give up on you. You know, these are all the the qualities that that, that Lincoln shows, and then I'm, I mean, he basically gives up everything, right? He sells his truck and he bets his entire life savings basically on himself that he's going to win this just for the reason, you know, that he's going to be able to have money to get his son back. And, uh, he turns down the big paycheck and the brand new truck from the yep. father-in-law. Yep. Right. And it's just all cause he, 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 he wants his boy back because that's his, his kid. Uh, and then to see the end where they come together and everything else, you know, I just think he's fantastic character. I mean, as far as some, some caring, it's the most caring I've probably seen out of Stallone. I agree with you on that. It's definitely my my dad um, coming coming from divorced parents in a tumultuous parental environment. My dad put that movie on. Was like, we're gonna bond, right? Like he didn't even like let the movie do the work. He was like, we're gonna bond. I, I remember him saying that. It's a good father son bonding. It's a movie. great father son bonding movie. And that camp director slash camp counselor aspect to him is I I agree with you that he would be very patient and very understanding and and a good role model, right? Like there's there's a lot there. It's just, tough for an adult man to have a relationship with a 12-year-old where things don't get weird. <laughs> yeah. 
And I think that that Lincoln Hawk is capable of of walking that that line and doing a very good job of it. Sure. What what what, what kind of skills do you think you'd bring as a camp director to a camp, for example? Uh, to like, a camp? Yeah. Like. Well, what? I mean, look at the organized activities. Okay. Arm wrestling. Right. <laughs> look how fast he just grabbed a bunch of kids <laughs> sitting around a diner and put together an event. I mean, he can kind of make something out of nothing, right? This is very true, right? Um, clearly, you know, uh, he's he seems very capable of of uh, handling the wilderness and anything that 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 would be thrown at him. I, I can't say that he actually did, but would there be truck driving at your th- camp? There could possible? be truck. There could be truck driving. You know, it's just like a, just a recruitment center for truck driving. <laughs> <laughs> truck driving arm wrestlers. That's what he's turning out at the end of the week. Well, I mean, the movie was about truck driving arm wrestlers. It, he didn't get. But I mean, look at where the kid gets kidnapped there briefly, right? I mean, look at him jump into action that's true to, to say i mean if i want to leave my my child with somebody at camp i want somebody that's gonna put that effort into saving them I, you know I, like he, yeah. he'll risk life and limb and everything to to take <laughs> care of our children so i mean yes you want the camp council to be fun but i i, I want somebody that i feel confident leaving uh my, my kid with definitely no that's, that's so a, that's a i i think that that's yeah that's i mean he's he seems loyal that's exactly what i want and uh I don't. I don't see many downsides. Well, that's I don't know, the, but you, I, you the, can throw some yeah, options yeah, at me. But I was going to say, what do, you, what do you think, boys? Is there any downsides to having a that's, arm that's, wrestling that's truck That's like one or? kid. Like how I don't know how he would deal. Like they, they, this. This is what we don't get out of the movie. How does he deal with other people's kids? And in like you know, there's a lot played, of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. How do you deal with with we don't? That's the only thing we don't know. We're unsure it's of a, how we it's deal a with camp. that. Also, uh, he's with, fine with his own kid. Are you telling like me that that the final scene in Vegas at the the arm wrestling arm wrestling championships? That's just not a bunch of big kids running around there. But that's there's that's people not. chunking motor oil and just screaming and pounding their well, chest. That's just that's a bunch of kids. That's a bunch of dudes. That's, that's a bunch of kids on summer here's break. Thing, here's the thing, but we don't <laughs> we don't know how we would deal with with uh, females. Like it's uh, we didn't specify that the camp is just for males. Well, right? I, yeah, no, we 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 don't need to. It's it's multisexual. Yeah. So I mean, we don't we don't like it's a bunch of boys running around. But how does he deal with the opposite sex? Like we don't. I'll know give that. you that. There's no real other than how much he cared about his. You could assume, but we don't know. They don't deal with that. They go. They don't see that in the movie. Is all I'm saying. I, I just and how feel one that kid how one kid yeah. needs parental guidance. Yeah. It's not the same for the other kid. No, and he might not realize that. Yeah, I was a camp counselor, and there is no broad stroke for an entire cabin. It's of everyone's children. their own thing. Everyone is their own thing. I had a bedwetter. I had no idea how to deal with that, and I don't feel that giving him motor oil to chug <laughs> and then teach him how to arm wrestle would fix it. But I get it at the same time. He's got a big heart, so yeah. he's, the father aspect is very key to being around a group of children and but just the fact that this is we see him never meeting the son before this is right? true mm-hmm. it is all from scratch right that, yeah so i mean talk about adapting to, to to new challenges how quickly he adapts to that new challenge and dealing with it <sighs> okay you know but his hands forced he has to and and that's fine his mom's dead you're right yeah you know no <laughs> if Damn it, wish this kid was 18. I don't right? want to keep but not, trucking. Not once, I don't think, was he ever going to give up on the kid. And I, I like seeing that. I completely agree. Until what? Uh, there is a point where he does admit defeat, and I think it's because of the grandfather, right? Like, he eventually is like, I can't I can't climb this mountain because I don't have the money, and uh, the, the courts won't allow it. I think he uses it. it, though, right? He yeah. signs the papers, but with the intention of coming back and taking the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got a little CD plan going on in the background. Yeah. Any? Yeah, I, he's a he's a he's a good guy. He's a good guy. 
Anybody else? Any anybody want to take pot shots at this mm. guy? Or are we? Yeah. No, okay. last my only pot shot was we, we. There's a lot we don't know, but he is a, like I. He is the most caring Stallone character. You're right. I think. Maybe who was the Oscar? Oscar maybe would be the only other one, but uh, like the movie Oscar is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. It was Oscar I, in Oscar. I never saw it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So we just, that, that's okay. I mean, you, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but he was a, he was a definitely a caring Stallone character in that one. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, to our next debater, Christopher Stanton. Dun, 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 dun. And he didn't kill. Say, he didn't dun. kill anyone in that movie. That's why. It, <laughs> no. yeah. That's why. That's why <laughs> it was. <laughs> thing. Yeah, no, you're right. Why it was nominated for Razzies? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was looking this movie up as we're talking Razzies. about it. The kid, the kid was nominated for Razzie for best newcomer. That was the kid from or Flight worst, of the Navigator. Or worst newcomer. I guess. That was, was the, the kid, kid from Flight of the Navigator. Hmm. Was it? He looks really that familiar. That was the kid from Flight of the Navigator. He does have that. He's a little smartass. I hate oh. him for most of the movie with his suit. Yeah, and how he's upset that it rips, and oh, yeah. he's just a little bitch. The scene in the diner where he's talking about the food that they're ordering. Yeah, is... like he's above it all. Yeah, and stuck up little prick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kids. Yet Stallone has the patience to deal with him. Still arguing. This guy's hanging on to this one. <laughs> Wait till he hits twenty or thirty kids, <laughs> and then he's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you. <laughs> Then he just throws him on the back of the truck and fucking drives him off a cliff. <laughs> it's chucking motor oil or in the back of this 48-footer. I don't know what to tell you. Over the top, baby. Over the top. <laughs> Stanton, you have the floor. Give All us right. your time. Um, my choice this week, uh, I think it's the perfect choice even without hearing your guys. <laughs> <laughs> I chose Ranger. Ranger Gabe Walker from Cliffhanger, <laughs> the 1993 smash hit starring Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> Michael Rooker, and John Lithgow as as Eric, whatever his last name was. He's the villain. Um, but I say Ranger because that's what he is. He's a mountain climber. He can climb mountains. So if you want to talk great activities at a camp, yeah. mountain climbing. Each, you know, you train him throughout the... Is this a summer camp? Do we, is, do we decide yeah, summer on camp, summer Yeah, summer camp. So you start them small, right? You give them all the safety courses and everything, but it's the big challenge is that big old mountain in the background, and everyone can't wait to do the it. The one that they're all staring at they're while they're doing rock the climbing. Yeah. Okay. That's the main thing. But this movie demonstrates, like, this is going to be a fun camp. We're talking 12 to 16-year-olds. We're going to have a fun time. <laughs> He's going to train you about geo-tracking. There's a lot. They're chasing after the money in Cliffhanger and you know, oh. just ch- taking them around, spotting them out. There's even, like, for daytime activities, it's maybe if it's this in the winter. Uh, up or up on the mountains, he built a snowman at one point, kind of deal. <laughs> There's an arts and crafts. Let's have an arts and crafts. <laughs> it's an arts and crafts. <laughs> he takes the tracker from one of the suitcases. Yeah, and he makes puts it as a snowman. Eyes. And at first, I'm like, is this a bomb? Like, has he set this up? And no one's phased by it. They're just like, oh yeah, it's just it's a snowman. It's, it's dumb. Um, there's a point that I assume. Uh, there's the two hippie kids, the extreme. It's the 90s, right? So yeah. Everyone's extreme. The base jumpers. Neon color. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. doing the Dude. skydiving, base jumping. <laughs> I assume Stallone's- Gabe, we're going skydiving. Yeah, you coming, on. buddy? Like, and he thinks about it, and then you see him well up, because this is shortly after he's coming back after the tragic accident of losing yes. his friend. You see him well up a bit. Like, it's affecting him. Um, we'll get to this. We'll get to all that. Oh, that's how did one his, How did retort. his friend die? Uh, he oh, uh, calm her. down. Let him get through it first. <laughs> Fuck I you, know I he's dealing with this. this. <laughs> he's dealing with this. He's, I, I touch on this. There's, touch there's on remorse it. for that. We, uh, we watched it today, and a lot of it, I was like, there's a lot of part, and I will, this is going to hurt my debate. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was like, Mike are sitting here just ready to go. Yeah, I was like, oh man, he's this guy is he's got a lot of baggage. <laughs> and should probably not be in but charge. Of, hold on to of fifty kids. <laughs> um, other little fun things. Uh, yeah, the, the kids the, or the two hippie kids, whatever you want to call them, bass drumming. That could be an activity for the sixteen-year-olds. You know, you've been coming to Camp Stallone for the last few years. Camp Stallone. <laughs> um, but only the 16-year-olds get to do it. Only Technically, it would be Camp Walker. Yeah, Camp that's, Walker. I should have yeah. said Walker. Yeah. Uh, there's a part in the movie where um, they've strapped him with like a rope, and they send him up to get one of the, the, the boxes of cash on like a mountain cliff. And then they start pulling at him, and he's like pulling back. And like it's the force of like two men trying to pull him down. I was like, yeah, yeah tug of war. <laughs> you know, tug of war could just be a fun thing, but his own extreme version. Group activity. Like, yeah, in the, when it's up high. It's Walker rules today. <laughs> um, let's see what else. What else did I run uh, ran here? Um, so talking about the tragedy that he, you know, that happens to him at the beginning, he loses his friend, and there's the eight month period of him dealing with it. So you know, he's trying to I deal think it's with more his than his life. friend. I think it's his friend's. Girlfriend, fiance, yeah, yeah. fiance, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Michael Rooker's girlfriend, so yeah. they have that kind of relationship. Fiance, fiance, yes. So he knows. I feel he'd want to teach the kids, especially maybe the older ones, maybe like your fourteen, fifteen-year-old kids, how to deal with these kind of you know life. Not achievements, I was going to say. <laughs> life curveballs. <laughs> you know, when someone in your life finally dies, it's great. A little trophy will pop up for you. Sometimes life's rope yeah. is too short. <laughs> yeah. But like dealing with like these little sidesteps in life and how to. Maybe there'd be some sort of counseling class in that he could provide kids. Because, you know, it's two months long. Grief, <laughs> grief counseling. Yeah, grief counseling. <laughs> maybe some kids are there because their parents are going through the divorce. Or fell off know. the side of a mountain. Or they <laughs> fell off the side of a mountain. Six people have There's a support. Fell. There's probably a support group for that. Six There's people <laughs> fell to their death. Or at least a subreddit. There's a subreddit. How many, how many kids are, 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 are expendable? No, I was going to say. Like, how many kids every summer are you allowed to lose in order to, you know, keep quota? it realistic? Yeah. I think, I think, I think the, the number is 2.5. <laughs> okay. Boy, Scouts of America. That's says an acceptable acceptable loss for each yeah. summer. Two point five. I feel it's three point three 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 repeating, but that's just me personally. That's, well, that's that's the Leroy Jenkins <laughs> Mark, factor. Mark, can you quickly run the numbers yeah. for me, Mark? Uh, let me let me crunch numbers. Three point three three repeating, of course, chance of success. <laughs> um, sorry, just a few. I don't know how much time I have left here. Uh, spelunking. All the time. Spelunking was another thing. Uh, they go kind of cave diving. That would be great. <laughs> It's still just climbing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's climbing. going now. It's now climbing. You're just making, so much you're bringing climbing. Bringing forward different types of climbing. Yeah. There's this. It's all so climbing. Much. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, one thing. Is this a climbing camp? We've, we've, we've Unfortunately, got, we've got indoor climbing. We've got outdoor climbing. We've, we've got, got underground, climbing. We've got underground climbing. Underground you climbing. can jump off while well, after you're climbing and just <laughs> fall to your death. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you won't find here at Camp Walker though will be uh, water activities. He's not great with the water. There's some scenes where. <laughs> He struggles a little bit. He's a rock. He's a rock. He's type. solid. Yeah. He's a rock type for going Pokemon here. Yeah. I was just gonna say, yeah. are we yeah. talking about Pokemon? He's like he's he's in Captain Planet. He's yeah. Earth. He's Earth in yeah. Captain Planet. He's yeah. made of solid Earth alloy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he doesn't do well with water. Very um, susceptible to water attacks. <laughs> there's not gonna be a lot of wildlife. Just hope it doesn't rain. Just hope it doesn't rain. But it's like the back of a Pokemon card. <laughs> skills <laughs> attributes. But the false. thing is. For the first few weeks, you know, like like I said, he was a ranger, so he knows survival tips, how to light a fire. He's still going to teach all the kids that. That would be the early kids, the younger kids. 
that would still be a big focus. I feel the like ones that you, make it. How you can survive <laughs> on your own in the wilderness. <laughs> well, how you can <laughs> only have a t-shirt and then just climb the side of a mountain and be okay. In the winter. <laughs> overnight. The winter. Yeah, in the winter. Yeah. Kids, this is. The, That's you, the you, final test. You, you need get the steroids. badge. You need steroids to get this big. But when you're this big, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got enough muscle mass Unfortunately, to survive a winter with Well, the steroids sweater. heat up the body, right? So, I yeah. mean, you don't, you're, he's actually too hot wearing the sweater <laughs> with the holes in it. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for the camp, uh, there's not a good uh, catchphrase uh, that came from Cliffhanger itself. Because nobody got caught. They got dropped. <laughs> he he says something at the end to Lithgow. What was it? Oh, like part car. I don't know. And uh, Serena was watching with me. She was like, was that like, the, the catchphrase? Was that the big, like, I'll be back? I'm like, I hope not. Because <laughs> it was really like long and convoluted. So Well, you know, Camp Hawk has the catchphrase, the world meets no one halfway. <laughs> Where <laughs> Camp Walker has the nobody gets caught. Hang on, <laughs> get hang on, yeah. hang on. Camp Walker, you might fall. Lots of climbing. <laughs> Lots of, just Camp Walker of for climbing yeah. for climbers. Yeah. <laughs> Camp Walker climbers. Yeah. You get Walker's, Walker's climbers. Walker's <laughs> climbers. Oh, I see what is. he did there. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Man. Those are nice shirts. I want shirts like that now. Walker's <laughs> climbers. And it says that it's a cliffhanger logo. Just a big like just forearm holding yeah. onto a rock it's the silhouette of her <laughs> dropping while he's like hanging on the line yeah walkers climbers uh another another con you would have to probably deal with his pdsd which would probably pop up from time especially if a kid was about to fall yeah and then he would probably like, <laughs> he just freeze up he'd clam up yeah and <laughs> i'm just picturing like a campfire where he goes into like some dark Darcy, storytelling yeah. like episode. his war stories yeah. but it's just like people falling i think my favorite part about your argument is you bringing arguments that would shoot down the reason why it wouldn't make it he's got I a lot of ptsd guys i was, I was prepared this i'm gonna is bring a red it up. flag I, it was at, the, at the camp council I'm like hey we really like this walker dude but but we gotta a, we need to pay attention we can't to leave him alone with the children yeah you're gonna have one of those boards where it's like days since we've lost a kid <laughs> constantly zero <It's> just zero <laughs> Do you guys even have the other numbers now? <laughs> Save money. <laughs> we got, they have to fight all those lawsuits. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the money is in lawsuits of losing children. <laughs> oh. And that's that's Camp Walker. That's Camp Walker. All right. Well, and like, I mean, my only thing is, is that I don't trust somebody who drops people off the side of a cliff with my children. He, he so that's the that's only not that wasn't him. That was, that was, that was <laughs> if he didn't do anything, it was going to snap regardless. That's yeah. the, but we knew that the well, technically he doesn't uh, drop children. He just drops adult females. So that's, that's if you want to say anything, maybe his his safety, his safety isn't great. <laughs> like Which he should like have. He should have <laughs> really made double check that, that the belt, the strap was in there. Attention, because to, it, attention to detail. Yeah, yeah. But although Five. I think it's, I think it's the clip itself that snaps, so he can't. It slips. It does. It yeah. well, it breaks. Actually, it yeah. breaks. So yeah. He can't. He's already up there. He doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. Although Serena did point out. Why? Did so that was he... that North Face's fault. That, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't that wasn't Walker's yeah. fault. That's North yeah. Face's He's fault. He's been carrying this for so long. And it was the backpack manufacturer. <laughs> it was Adidas at the time. I don't know. It was popular in '93. What were you gonna say about Serena? She mentioned the movie opens where they have to save the two Michael Rooker and his uh, fiance. Uh, the helicopter flies up and kind of lands near them. And then Stallone just climbed up there for just to show off. I guess I. It was just kind of weird. Yeah, there is that opening scene when they meet, and he's on the edge of the cliff. Yeah, he's and already Lithgow climbing. Looks down. Yeah. Why didn't he just go in the helicopter and then like 
Maybe the winds were too crazy. Rope on down. For some reason, I think the winds. Then why would he be climbing? Because he's that's 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 Gabe Walker. Walker. (laughs) He doesn't care about. I like how I'm like arguing this now. I don't know. He could have just spelunked down from the helicopter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's only afraid of water, not wind. That's true. Hang on, let me use one of my three skills. I'll have at my camp. This (laughs) will be entertaining. All right, that's my time. That's your time. All right. Well, okay. I uh, I am next, and I uh, I was I almost went with the Lincoln Hawk thing, but I went. Yeah, it's a little. Too mushy, mostly because every argument you used, I didn't think would win. <laughs> that's essentially what. Uh, no offense, I'm not trying to be. A dick. I'm offended. That's a, that's a backhanded yeah. compliment, essentially. Um, you know, just saying no offense doesn't make it any less of an offense. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. I was. You really did cut me deep, but offense is about to come, but not meant on purpose. <laughs> no uh, offense, you shit stick. <laughs> So, so I decided to go with, and I and I've only got like really three reasons for this, but I decided to go with John Spartan from 1993's Demolition Man, starring Sandra Bullock, starring Rob Schneider, and starring Sylvester Stallone. Obviously, um, the reason I went with this, the obvious reasons, like the, the the boring reasons, are we have a cop, so we have somebody who is willing to protect and serve. So you've got your safety under control, right? He may have been frozen cryogenically for making a couple mistakes. No big deal. A couple people got killed in a bombing. It's not like it was all his fault. It's mostly Wesley Snipes. Just to some of it. Just some. Well, some it's, it was everybody makes bad decisions. Okay. So, um, <laughs> but there's, there's that aspect to it, right? His, his desire to protect and serve and to make sure everything's safe and great. But I, I really picked him because he's been cryogenically frozen. And the world that he is brought back to, he has no idea what to expect. Mm, I think I know where you're going with this. Mm. So as a camp director, you can tell him whatever you want to happen. And he'll be like, okay, that makes sense because it must be what's going on. Mm -hmm. So as a camp counselor in a previous life, I decided to look at each skill that would be fun and how to convince John Spartan that this is how it's actually done instead of how it's supposed to be done. So um, let me bring up my list here. So um, first of all, archery, right? Boring. You're shooting targets, paper targets, maybe a pop can or something, right? Every archery class would have to commence with the flaming arrow scene from Braveheart. That's what I would tell John Spartan, that that's how we would have to start our archery class. Everybody lines up in the field, dips their arrow in some, some paper towel and some kerosene, lights it on fire once we commence the archery class, right? So there's, there's, rule, there's day number one. Okay. Uh, canoeing would be turned into bumper canoes <laughs> with with small motors on the side of the boat, and you would just ram into each other until the canoes were broken, right? Because he doesn't know any better, right? He's, he's again, not. this is in like twenty thirty two or whatever this movie takes place, right? Yes, it, it's it's. I actually is it twenty thirty two or it's in the future. It is in the future, but I feel it might be today's future, like twenty nineteen. Okay. Right now, but right now. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at it from a camp perspective as opposed to a when this camp is happening um if it was 2032 we didn't get, specify when the yeah. date would take place but it, he he does his thing the movie is 2032 yeah, 2032 yeah um so then we get on to water skiing uh water skiing around a lake kind of fun tubing kind of fun um there would be a set of jumps can he involved. swim can he can john spartan swim yeah I know he doesn't know how to have sex in, in, in 2032. <laughs> I just hope that that should not brought up in this argument at all. As a cat counselor, having sex is not, we don't <laughs> need that skill he's from John Spartan. He's, I'm just saying. He's so good skill. at sex. <laughs> we don't need that skill it's from what him. what he brings to the table. <laughs> the list of things he doesn't know how to do in the movie are those two things. And that's why they hired him. And like, oh, you've how's, never, you've how's never he going to teach the kids to go to the washroom in the woods? 
<laughs> All right. So after after everybody's done, no like, fucking seashells in the woods. <laughs> I'm, not sh- I'm not sure about the Spartan guy. You're losing me. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> With with water skiing, I would just want to turn it into like a giant game of wipeout, right? Where you're getting pulled behind something and then you're so bouncing me, off targets. Go ahead. I just want to Go say ahead. this, yeah. like, okay, so we went someone with like very mm. little safety to no safety oh, questions <laughs> at all. Like, okay, like he is a demolition man. And There's my, gonna be no camp left. And, but my and argue against arrows. This. Okay, hang on. Flaming <laughs> arrows. My, <laughs> it's just a fire hazard. You're my, adding fire on top of the list of. A list of things that could 20, go wrong at this camp. It's 2032. The kids are like, let's just shoot our laser <laughs> guns. <laughs> yeah. Fire arrows. Who needs the this? Kids hate this. <laughs> okay. But you, hang on. So the most fun I ever had at the camp I worked at was when all the kids weren't there. And we got to think up of fun ways to use all the shit for two and a half days on the weekend. And then we'd have to go back to being safe during the week. So I'm taking from my own personal experience of it was always more fun at camp when we were left to our own devices than having so to be no, responsible when you weren't doing your job we no really kids. yeah like when we were just fucking around so my fun version of camp is the complete opposite of what normal camp would be which is why i stole him because i whatever i tell him he has to do so you're the I camp owner have, yeah. and you're just gonna enjoy fucking with the guy you're hiring <laughs> pretty much to run your camp pretty much and <laughs> telling him everything wrong <laughs> so much. that he endangers all the people that come to your camp yeah. well no but it was more <laughs> i'm not saying this there's is no action danger. point with <laughs> This should, this should be a movie. This should be a movie. I would, I movie. I would watch Johnny the movie. movie. I would watch the movie, I was, but I'm not sending my kid there. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I honestly think you'll have more I, lawsuits than Camp yeah, Walker. Many, Walker's yeah. climbers will have got, less lawsuits than it's yours. It's 2032. You the, the safety violations you have broken uh, murder, death the <laughs> murder, death, kill. Murder, death, kill. Yeah, MDK all around. <laughs> That's it. Like, I know I can't get insurance for this camp, but at least in, <laughs> it's in not my even going to open. <laughs> yeah. It won't pass safety yeah. regulations. Didn't, Spartan didn't take the job. <laughs> well, and then. Well, he couldn't because it never yeah, opened. He's let like, Wesley Snipes is still ahead. on the loose. Let me fucking get through my list. <laughs> His nemesis is going to show up at the camp yeah. <laughs> and kill the kids. Because <laughs> all they had to fight with was arrows. <laughs> Instead of lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Flaming arrows, motherfucker. Get it right, okay? It's archaic. Um, so so after that, you mentioned rock climbing. Like Gabe would, obviously, I can't compare with Spartan. There's no rock climbing in Demolition Man. But it would we just turn into bungee jumping, right? Because fuck it, that's less time. <laughs> what right? kind of camp is this? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of camp are you running? Death, and then, death camp. And then arts and crafts would be, as soon as you get into the arts and crafts cabin, there would be three seashells. <laughs> And you'd have to figure out how to teach John Spartan to take a shit. That's that's what that's the kids. The kids have to do this. Is kind of oh, this is the camp. This is the camp for all the bad kids in school who are now sent here oh, for th- punishment. So this is like like yeah, detention center. It's all the misfits. It's all the misfits. You, oh, you're I running the it. misfits. Is this camp. juvie? A is juvenile detention camp. You I, is your is yeah. your camp a juvie? Juvie. I <laughs> like I like this 1994. Movie. This is good. Rick Rick Moranis is in it for some fucking reason. Oh my god! There's a they're on a football team. I think that was the most ridiculous thing anyone's ever said on this show. Was that the kids have to teach John Spartan, an old man, to take a shit? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, we're it's, it's your time, but it arts, just, it's, we can't not. Arts and crafts is based on coming up with like using string. Fecal and, art. And, like, I was well, just no. like, are, can't they just craft the arrows that they <laughs> yeah. gotta shoot later? I don't know. What? Sure, that's fine. I just, I mean, like, I was trying to figure out where to put these three seashells, and we never learned where they go in the movie. So they I could figured, just be in the why, bathroom. Why, I know, but why not make a class dedicated to each kid having to come Whoa. up with an in, in, ingenious way? What life skills? Well, not, like, okay. hey, when your grandma visits, you'll be able to make a bucket for her. <laughs> so, she, so she can just poop without having to go upstairs. And then lastly, lastly. Oh, um, there's more. There's one more. There's there's one more. Uh, is pillow fights would be replaced with. Pillow fights. Oh, that's your not sexy. be allowed at all. <laughs> sexy time. No. Juvie no, kids. <laughs> you didn't realize kids' hormones are raging and you have pillow yeah. fights? That's not. That's, After that's a day of good. like rough and tumbling, bungee jumping. Okay, <laughs> yeah. kids. Pillow up in, Come to your bunk vents <laughs> with your pillows. <laughs> Pil- pillow fighting would be replaced with mixed martial arts training. Oh, because, okay. Wait, wait, what do you mean replaced? What Re- camp were you doing pillow fighting at? Oh, the camp I worked at. We'd have like a... a, a, a <laughs> that mi- camp does not sound up to code. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, there would be... There- tickle fighting. <laughs> So, so yeah. So essentially, Martin, you have a lot to. <laughs> I don't know what to do about this. Oh, my head hurts. So at the end, at the end of all of this, I'm only using John Spartan because of his lack of what's going on currently in the world. So you could turn any situation into whatever you want. This is this is clearly my out of like outside of the lines situation that would never happen. But I feel that you could. You, he's he's moldable, right? He's he's impressionable. So if you want to hire somebody and you want, <laughs> he doesn't you want have this. No, no. The teenager said he's that he's like in charge of our moldable, moldable, <laughs> and <not>. impressionable. <laughs> So uh, yeah, there it, it you just are. appears there's nobody doing the molding. <laughs> yeah. It's it's they're helping each other. Unless that's in shit class, yeah. I don't know. Is that in shit class? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh and that that's After, my time. That's my. You better bring you better bring Gabe Walker in. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta clean. You know this what? Up. I think if, if Gabe Walker and John Spartan combined, they would make one regular man. Yeah. Camp Spartan Walker. No, so that's uh, that's Camp Spartan. That's that's how I would. Oh. Uh, that's what I would hire for. <laughs> All right, Martin. Oh my God. <laughs> that was sorry. I just, I just needed like a quick minute, just because that Mark is speechless. Like he's never, <laughs> never this quiet, but he just couldn't get over that. It was I just assume like, he would have quit after yeah. the first week. <laughs> take, take the knee. We talked about taking a Game of Thrones knee. You should have taken the knee after six minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that was. It was funny though, Mike. That was that reminded me of the flailing episode that we did. Yeah, this week I did I, not go for practicality. I was like, I'm going, I'm going over, the, I'm going over the top. Over the top. Yeah, well, I'm very curious on your your writing process on that, your thought <laughs> process and all that. I went, I went to going. Okay, you worked at a camp and you had to be incredibly safe and mindful, and it was not really that fun. I mean, it was fun for the kids, but it was never fun for us. So I'm like, how do you turn? All these skills, that but you it's do about the kids. I know it's about the. Well, so you bring in somebody that knows nothing, <laughs> and it's just fun because you fuck with them all summer. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like hiring Mork to run your camp. A hundred percent, buddy. It's like it's like uh, the Rick and Morty with uh, Rick fucking with his uh, his 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 uh, daughter and d- his daughter's husband. That's all. He's just fucking yeah, with the with husband Jerry. with Jerry. Oh my god! All right, Kimar, what did you bring? 
Uh, I went with the 1995 classic Judge Dredd, the original uh, version, um, starring Sylvester Stallone. I can't even pronounce Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> That's okay. Sylvester Stallone, uh, Diane Lane, and also Rob Schneider. Uh, yeah, two back followed him around Rob in the Schneider 90s movies. for a bit, eh? I did. I think he did. He was a good sidekick. Yeah. Sort of deal. Um, basically, like, I went with mine. Like, I went, because there's only, like, the types of kids who go to summer camp are either, um, there's the they're either people who aren't um, getting enough attention at home, usually uh, troubled. Camp Spartan. <laughs> yeah, camp Spartan. Yeah. The people who go to Camp Spartan. That, 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 that's, what I, that's why I went to summer camp. I went to summer camp because my parents both worked nine to five. And in the summer when I wasn't in school, I needed to go somewhere. So they sent me to summer camp. I mean, I definitely, you know, what that type of kid who wasn't getting enough attention. I think my character, uh, like these kids, I would usually act out at summer camp. A lot of kids wouldn't. I think you need kind of that strong um, authority figure to kind of reel those kids in. And I'll just tell you about my camp. It's called Joseph Dredd's Respectable Citizen Training Center. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had a name. I had a name for my camp, guys. Um, One more time, sorry. Joseph Dredd's Respectable Citizen Training Center. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this sounds like a disinformation campaign. This does not sound like yeah. a summer camp. Uh, the camp, here's, here's the description of the camp. Uh, simplistic, uh, as, as they say on the, the home channel, very minimalistic. Um, okay, so so we're no getting rid, we're getting we're getting rid of a lot of the like the kids can't bring any personal effects. You know, it's just very no distractions. Basically, like a Rio Kondo thing. If it doesn't give you joy, you're just taking it away. I feel uh, like they had some of these camps in the '40s. Yes, <laughs> were they in Germany? A lot of, lot of open of concepts. A <laughs> lot of open concepts. Kids will have to construct their own shelters. Uh, one of the king. One of the things is uh, from the movie of uh, Judge Dredd. Uh, he uses recycled food, so there's no waste going on in this camp. Very Hail green. Judge Dredd. Very green camp. <laughs> Very. I like that. I like that. Okay. And I just want to say this Sorry. about Judge Dredd. Uh, this is not to be confused with, uh, is it Carl Urban who's played him last? Carl Urban who played Dredd. Not, not Judge that Dredd. one. Yeah. This is sort of Vestas Alone character. He's not as, he's a bit more lovable, kind of more emotion, human. <laughs> what Dredd did you end. see? At the end. He, 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 okay, he At yeah. the end of the movie. I'm talking about him at the end, not at the beginning. Okay. Him at the end of the movie. Um, it's a different dread. Um, he's like, I like to call him a hard ass with a heart of gold at the end. Uh, like, for example, I'll give you that uh, the Rob Schneider character when he's going through that flaming tunnel, he falls and yells, "Help me, dread! Help me, dread!" The old dread would have been like, "No," but he actually goes back to save this man. The old dread would have been like, no. "I am the law." Yeah. So, so which dread do we have in your? We have camp? The, the end of the, the dread, o- the human dread, the human, a mm, little bit more loving, a okay. little bit human, no but still, dread. but still a high, a very good moral compass. Hashtag still not my great, dread. Still a great moral <laughs> compass. Um, <laughs> Hashtag not my dread. <laughs> 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 this dread cares about the safety of his students. Um, <laughs> no, like we but know that with he's his, with his past. D- does the the camp the people hiring do they know this? Do they do they know that that's the dread? Do they know that they're hiring a judge, jury, and executioner? Yeah, like yeah. that's that's judge. Hey, here's Judge Dread. Strong moral compass. He did teach ethics at the police academy, so he was a teacher. He's used okay. to teaching students, oh, guiding example, minds, yeah. shaping minds. The kids, the kids, they raid the kitchen. They get all the food, and they go over and they they egg and they oh they, they get punished. They, they get what punished. Hap- what they happens? Get, he walks up. He's like, uh, there's gonna be some vacancies no. at camp. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's only dread. It's only dread making scrubbing decisions. those latrines with the toothbrushes. That's what's gonna happen. No, I don't. He's think like, he's like, no, my mom never made. Your mom is not the law here. I am the law. 
I am the law. I think the next morning after a night at Judge Dredd's camp, like you said, Mark, it'll be like, all right, roll call everybody. Where are the seven children that aren't here this morning? Yeah. Oh, it's fenced. It's a fenced oh, yeah. perimeter. Is it electric fence? It's a fenced? fenced perimeter. They yeah. can't get out. They can't there, get out. Can't guards get out. with guns at all the exits. <laughs> Canines. Uh, we like to call them judges. <laughs> Maybe those uh, are they're not guns. They're judges. Those callers. From yeah. The, yeah. Is this camp Running just in one of those like <laughs> towers that everyone yeah. lives hey, in? It's it's like I said, it's a camp for it's on the for, top for troubled floor. youth. For troubled youth, it's not like it's it's a it's a like a rehabilitation talking, center. Uh, What's t- that movie with Sean Penn where he's in he's uh, he's trapped in a prison just like this when he's younger? It, 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 fast times at Ridgewood High. Fast no, times at Ridgewood High. Yeah, that's what I was. I was gonna no say. I was gonna, I was gonna say milk, and then he's trapped in a prison. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah. don't, know don't know that one. Yeah. Ooh, that's a strange metaphor. I'm yeah, just, <laughs> right. Okay, you get it. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, someone gets. That's what I was like. I don't know. Then you said prison. I was like, mm. did you seriously go there? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's just your 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 camp is reminding me of this prison movie that Sean Penn was in for for juvenile youth, like mm. the, and and the guards. But that's did that's nothing my but horrible camp. Things to them. Well, that's not what we're doing here. We're trying to motivate them into <laughs> we're responsible citizens. Youth in America, is what we're yeah, doing. they need they need they need direction. They need a firm hand. You know, they need uh, not a firm hand. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> not at my camp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not at camp. Me, your your hand would be the firmest of. All. We know what he does with that in the truck. That's the firmest hand in all the Stallone movies. You don't want to get hit with that tricep arm. That's I'm, for I'm, sure. I'm just thinking, like, if I hear on the news, like, say a few years ago, oh, this Judge rogue, <laughs> this this cop, this cop went and he ended up murdering, not murdering, he ended up shooting, I don't know, some suspects, and it turned out they were innocent or whatever. But he had to do his thing as police. And then it was a few years later, I was like, oh, this guy's now running a camp. I he never know. murdered anybody, though. But he's there's still like the whole like the shooting. Oh, the like, shooting! Just yeah, be, yeah. And, like, is this someone that I now want in charge of kids? Well, I don't he was know innocent. if I. But I don't tape, know if I've seen that part of him. I've seen what's in the news, and if you see Judge Dredd running around, he's probably but the backup popular news story is that he wasn't guilty. He never shot those people. You know, he was he was a cop. He was in a line of duty. You know, he he did his part to serve society, and I think now he can pass that on to this new youth to get them in the right direction. You know what I mean? I, the I, kids that have been sentenced to your camp. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sent. That's sent. Sent. So yeah. That's the yep. thing. But that's my camp. My camp's not. My camp's not a. It's not like a. It, it's a camp for. It's a camp in the loosest terms. Yeah. It's a nobody. Loosest term. Nobody calls Martin's camp and yeah. says, "Do you have any openings? Yeah. <laughs> Can my child come for some re- for some regimented my, my, discipline? My little Billy's looking yeah. for a place for a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a it's a rehabilitation <laughs> facility. That's what I said. That's a rehabilitation, like you guys, a respectable citizen training center. I don't think Judge Dredd knows how to hug. Where Camp Hawk? I don't I mean, think Camp uh, Hawk I don't is think too soft. Be, but I don't know, man. Is there touching? Soft, I don't can know you imagine how, how hard works. those hugs are? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you want anyone hugging. I don't think you want any of our characters hugging kids. No, your, well, you, your camp is less kneeboarding and more waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if I feel safe. Mark, Mark, I'm really leaning on sending my my, it's really my children it's to really safe. It's really safe. Really safe. You have a dad. We have, we have a lot of waterboarding. Yeah. Oh, is that like where you get pulled behind the boat? On the, no. Sure. That's if that's true. what you want it to be. There's a towel, mom. Yeah. It's a specific uh. thread count, and I'm not allowed to breathe. It's really safe. <laughs> on that note, it's that, that should be your catchphrase. It's really safe. Yeah, it's really safe. Your kids will come back alive, unlike the other camps that we, we've heard today. Like, they will come back alive. Completely brainwashed and click their heels. But and, alive. And, and, alive. And parents will be like, wow, how did you get my son to, to do his laundry and to put his dishes away? 
well, that's that's what happens when you come to uh, Joseph Dredd's <laughs> Responsible Citizen <laughs> Training Joseph Center. Dredd's. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram. <laughs> I, feel, on I feel like... Like Lincoln Hawk went and picked his kid up from your camp at the beginning of That's my military, <laughs> military school, military school, yeah. military school, yeah. and military then he school. grew as a person. Yeah, yeah. military school. <laughs> <laughs> I picked this one just because I knew it'd be funny. I'm like, I'm just gonna try to make right? funny things out That's of this. That's what one. I did. I yeah. was like, I'm not going with some yeah. boring ass camp. No, I want no. a camp where. Everything from top down is you fucked got, with, and there's you got pillow chaos. fights and <laughs> questionable. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you're putting in the drink, but, 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 but my guy, no PTSD. Just say that he's 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 sound. You can leave him alone. I don't the I don't know <laughs> about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think maybe not touched upon in the movie, <laughs> but that character definitely <laughs> has PTSD. After shooting people for how many years, you eventually have some shit that needs to be looked at. And I think that might accidentally get out. Well, that's Judge Dredd, the sequel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> counseling for Joseph. <laughs> they didn't call it Judge Cheer. No, Judge Dredd. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, I am the law. We'll just stop. Like, you know when your kids are, like, when you're that's fighting. That's his response well, to everything at camp. But, like, yeah, but when you're fighting with your parents growing up and you get the just because from your parents, yeah, right? We're like, I well, why? Just because. Because do what I say. I am the law will get eventually boring after a while and be like, I don't care how much the law you are. No, I'm he has the law book with him. Like, you know, that law book that he always carries around. <laughs> he has that with him. He's like, this is uh, Article 6, Paragraph 2 of the law. This is not, like, you know what I mean? Like, that. he'll have that with your, him. Your camp just reminds me of Camp Krusty. From the <laughs> yeah. Mine Everyone's reminds me of Auschwitz. Well, that, that was his, that was his, his camp was Camp Krusty. Mine yeah, is more of a, d- true, a detention center. Yeah. Yes. Camp Spartan is, John Spartan is director. Mine is like, you know, the president in Judge Dredd that they send people to uh, Aspen Penal Colony that's pretty much that's the old they use that so facility. you admit it's a prison <laughs> uh, <laughs> responsible <laughs> citizen his, training his center uh, yes responsible <laughs> citizen training center <laughs> alright well that's that's your 10 yeah I know <laughs> that was that was that was more entertaining than I thought it would be yeah I went, I went, I went all out for that one, guys. I was like, "What can I do to make this camp just the worst experience on earth?" Well, let's find out what camp is the best camp, shall we? Yeah. Um, Mark, considering you dove in uh, head first, would you like to cast the uh, first load? I'm going with Gabe Walker's <laughs> camp Whoa, of. Okay, you might come alive. You might come back alive. <laughs> Cash but at least you get to do some climbing. 50-50, but you'll climb. <laughs> only, only climbing. All you do in this camp is climb. You'll come ABC, <laughs> always be climbing. <laughs> There's the motto. <laughs> I know my last name's Walker, but you'll be a climber. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I'm, I'm going with Gabe. All right. And uh, Christopher Stanton? Uh, I'm going with Mark. His... If I'm a parent, his was probably the most uh, eye-appealing on the brochure. <laughs> um, the truck driving camp of <laughs> of the modern. There's yeah. mostly arm wrestling. Mostly arm wrestling. On, yeah. on Camp Hawk's form, it would say, please leave deposit for yeah, Cal to chuck oil. Because I would find your brochure at like, my kid's school or whatever, and yours would maybe be like... <laughs> <laughs> stapled to a telephone pole <laughs> and Martin would just have like a smear ad Mar- on Martin's the TV. Would be, Martin's <laughs> would be government issued to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mar- so Mar- I just, it just where, where seems, our new is located in North Korea. Yeah, uh, it just seems more wholesome and you know, it sounds more affordable <laughs> than these other ones and uh, yeah, I'm going with Mark's. Mar- 
Martins would be at the like the back of Handgun Monthly. Yes, like, yeah. that's where I feel <laughs> Martin. Little ad, just a little yeah. like four by four ad. I think yours would be like your Mike. Your camp would be the you know how lawyers run those. If you have asbestos from this, 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 this. I mean, like if your kid went to yeah. to, to, Mar- to if your kid to went John to Martin's camp, camp, then come get a hold of Jim the Hammer Shapiro. <laughs> Oh, what am I going to vote for? Uh, do I vote for wholesome? Do I vote for climbing? Do I vote for a regimented environment that will send my child back with no life, love, or <laughs> desires after that? Uh, Camp Walker. Camp Walker it is. I only be, like, I feel that he has maybe, if you compare his skills versus his PTSD, his skills win. I would I would say his PTSD. I would say you need to see somebody once a week if you want to work here just to get over that shit so yeah. that the kids don't walk away going home with horror stories. Uh, that's the terms I can agree upon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that in his hiring contract. Yeah. Uh, so yes, so Walker it is. So I th- that's yeah, that's one for Walker, one for Hawk. Two for Walker, one for Hawk. We could have a possible tie here again. Are we going to go with the rules that we set out last time, Mark? Yeah, whatever Shana, the rules you want to be. Well, no, I, it, it should be the same. Same rules. Okay, all right. It should be the same. We should well, keep it consistent. Then the floor is yours, Martin Navarro. I'm going with Camp Walker. I'm not oh. going to lie. I got to go with Camp Walker because I think that, yeah, the PTSD is there, but he does offer more of a skill set um, in terms of, yeah, it's a camp, and he knows the nature, the <laughs> You'll outdoors. You'll get freaking badges for your, yeah. sa- your, yeah. sash. <laughs> your sash. I mean, it is a lot of climbing, but, I mean, he he, he is a ranger, and he does have that skill set of providing um, yeah. more You want to learn how to make knots? We'll make some knots for you. <laughs> well, just don't make his knots because yeah. people fall from them. But, <laughs> yeah. 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 But, I mean, like, yeah, it, it is a camp that, that no, I think we'll, would, would be yeah. fun. Just don't include that he had a lot of PTSD in his uh, Yeah, resume. like exclude from the brochure that somebody fell at Fine Camp print, because if someone brings that oh, up, we could true. get sued. So that's true, print. yeah. That's where the counseling <laughs> classes come in, because maybe there's some kids going through some divorces. Due yeah. to previous issues in Camp, Walk- in Camp Gabe Walker's life, <laughs> <laughs> you, you may want to know that one of, one of many children have fallen at this camp. Please sign here if you give your consent. All right. Yeah. Well, what did we not pick? Like what was on your list of stop or my mom will shoot? I forget what his name is, yeah. but he was on my list. Yeah, like, like I we kind of because I was wondering if Estelle does Estelle Getty come with the the Sylvester Stallone character? Because I think she'd be great with kids. Yeah, right? that's true. She'd be great. She'd grandma, grandma Getty. Yeah, yeah. definitely. If is that's he, a two, that's a two for one. Yeah. Has he done any animated voices? He was an ants. Ants. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't yeah. even. Yeah, well, I think he was like a soldier ant, probably like a very. Like a very angry. <laughs> ant so with he a gun. was. He was. He was his every other character he's ever played. <laughs> just an ant. Yeah. He's just an ant now. <laughs> I, I was going to take the sheriff from Copland. Okay. You were, yeah. Because I figure if you can, if you can take care of a town full of r- renegade cops, uh, you can handle a camp. Oh yeah. I mean that town is a camp. Essentially, yeah. No, yeah. If you're in, and if you apply those aspects, right? To, to Talk children, about a camp yeah. counselor. Yeah. You're a small town sheriff of big town cops. Yeah, you got your shit together. Yeah, you get beaten up by them, but you still keep fighting. I was going to take, uh, I don't know his character's name off the top of my head, but I was going to take his role in Daylight. Where he, oh, where the, yes. Where the tunnel, the tunnel floods. Yeah, I feel that he would, he would, because uh, he, there are people. He leads a band of people yeah. there. He leads a band of people out. Great, yeah, groups of people. He's yeah. Groups. Now that I could get behind, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Camp Spartan, that scares you? <laughs> Demolition man. You think, you think there would be liabilities at my camp, Mark? Is that, is that, <laughs> I'm just, is that what you're getting at? I can yeah. just picture that. Why are you hiring this guy? Because I think it'd be funny to fuck with him. <laughs> 
Yeah, like he doesn't know the, anything. Sitting in the boardroom after, it's like, so who are the valuable candidates? I think Spartan. Definitely Spartan. Why? Because he doesn't know shit. And we can tell him whatever we want. We'll get it done. Kids will teach him how to take a shit, though. That's, that's the big... Teach this, this man not, how to take okay, a shit. It's not necessarily Walker. Not Walker. So many fucking stolen characters. Not Spartan. They're not like, all right, let's go to the washroom, Mr. Spartan. We'll show you how to but use that's how you three. said it. I know that's how it came out. Oh, hang on. All you guys jumped on me so quick because of a 12-year-old teaching a fully-aged man how to take a shit. But I'm like, they would all have to come up with their own way to take said shit with the seashells. Should that be the no way that... No kid ever wants to do that. It's <laughs> no. my fucking camp. Um yeah, so I was I was gonna take daylight just for his ability to lead people and to control a situation and apply that to a camp setting. Uh, Chris, did you have any? Uh, no, my first one was Cliffhanger. Right, right yeah. out the gate. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I have to entirely <laughs> based if it was on Netflix or not, so I could watch it. <laughs> That's I have to admit that I actually I actually picked Gabe Walker without knowing that you picked him. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. then I was told that it's already picked. Uh, and then, th- so that was the one I didn't pick. So that that's kind of why I had to vote That would have been it. the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Would it have been the winner, though? Do you think Mark, I, I, I know Mark's capabilities of arguing are very good, but I don't know if. You would have played it that way. I don't know if you would I think yeah. Chris presented a much more plausible angle. Yes. It'd be fun. What are you saying? Camp Spartan's not plausible? <laughs> it is, <laughs> but I don't want it to be. No. <laughs> I Apparently, I made, I made Stallone seem too approachable and uh, weak, <laughs> too likable, yeah. caring. That's, I've managed to completely. <laughs> well, on that note, um, I'd like to thank all of you guys for being here again, doing another Good one times. of these this week. It was this was very enjoyable. Um, so, to everybody out there who's listening, uh, please check us out. We've got uh, we're on iTunes, we are on Spotify, we are on Google Play Music, and we are on our home website, Podbean. Uh, if you want to check us out on Twitter, it's the Real Debaters, as well as emailing us for any ideas. Uh, if you want to complain about what we didn't do right, or if you want to give us an idea of what to do next time, we are more than open to hearing from you at therealdebaters at gmail dot com. Uh, on that note, uh, thank you for tuning in. And any guys, you guys want to drop anything before we go? I want to take this opportunity to thank you, Mike, for all the hard work that you've done on the website, oh. the uh, our homepage, and the little bios and. And getting to know us, uh, the cast of characters here was great. Uh, if anybody hasn't checked it out, go check it out. Thank you very, very, much. very impressed. I, I just want to quickly say, um, also check out the Park Theater Showcase on <laughs> There he is. There July he is. 5th. That's a Martin Navarro style plug right there. I forgot to mention it at the beginning, but I wanted to just mention that I am on it. It's a very great show. Lots of great comedians. Uh, and 15 bucks at the door. Check yes. For anybody who is listening that is rolling through Winnipeg, we've got a great live uh, local comedy scene here. And these two guys are incredibly funny. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on this thing because I'm a snobby, stuck-up prick who only hires great talent. Um, and Mark, thank you for <laughs> saying such things about me. That's that's great. I appreciate that. We appreciate all your hard we work. We appreciate Mike. you. Oh, you guys are too yeah. kind. Uh, so tune in. Uh, see us in two weeks for our next episode. Uh, I think. Did we settle on Indy Car? What car would you use in an Indy Car? We race? haven't really settled. We haven't settled on anything. Oh, that one sounds interesting. Yeah, that was yours, Chris's, wasn't it? If you could. Yeah. Like I was just dissing the food the one too. The food one yeah. we did. Yeah. The food one was a good one. I, we didn't really come up with a, quite a theme. Yeah, theme, but we I could feel. figure yeah, it out. Totally. But those are the two things yeah. we're looking at. This we're workshopping some week, things, so. everybody. So tune into us on social media. You'll you'll find out a, a little tweet tweet or two about uh, what we're doing. Um, I am. Oh, you're snapping. What are you snapping at? Just what the theme could be. Something to do with Gordon Ramsay, where you have to like put a team of chefs together. Who would you put together to oh. pr- present to Gordon Ramsay? But the chefs have to be Movie characters related. in a movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they don't have to be chef. They can just be characters in a movie. Exactly. Ooh, that's nice. Ooh, tune in next. So, week. like, if you had to like pick somebody that might win Hell's Kitchen or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Pick your team, or maybe it's just one person. One person to win. Yeah, that'd kitchen. probably be easier. Just one person. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That's not a bad one. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's where it starts. Well, I'm Michael Petro and Mark uh, Navarro, and Mark Cowell, Chris and, Stanton, and we are gone. Today's episode brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs>